Tonight, the Great American Bash will make history. Ric Flair will battle his son, David Flair, in the most important match of his lifetime. If I lose to you, I will retire from this business for the rest of my life. In the asylum, the only way out is to say, I quit. I'm going to get crazy in the asylum. Find out if it's Hogan's stepping stone to the world title or the last match of his career. Billy Kidman is going to be the supreme sacrifice. Kevin Nash and Jeff Jarrett will face off for the world title. Flames will be ignited in the most bizarre match imaginable. Only the sinners, only the sinners, only the sinners are going to burn in hell. In a human torch match, the only way to win is to set your opponent on fire. And now, WCW presents Great American Bash, brought to you by Castro GTX. Alright, we're back. It's the New Blood Rising Podcast. We're talking about Great American Bash 2000. I'm William Rinkin, joined of course in this journey through the WCW timeline by Jason Keesler. How you doing? Charlie Stabile. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. Give me a lot of that today. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's coming. But um the New Blood Rising Podcast. As you know, we're part of the OSW Podcast Network. A hell of an article written. It's, I've, re, I've retweeted it, or at least posted it on our page. A guy did a hell of a write-up on OSW, and then all the podcasts that are part of the OSW network. Oh. It's really positive. And I'll tell you this, if you've never listened or watched OSW, it's a great way to get kind of broken into the, the type of show that really, I, I'm not going to say started at all, but it's one of the first ones that people pointed to as being one of the legit, really good... I'd say good, it's the big influence. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You know, just uh, want to throw that out there. Check that out if you want to hear a lot about some of the other shows, too, because there's so many. You know, we have, there's an invasion. There's an invasion podcast. Goddamn. Yeah. Goddamn, you're Swagger. Right. Son of a bitch. Yeah, you're going to... Well, it's not to throw him under the bus. <laughs> well, Jesus. No, I'm, I'm happy, You're beating but... on my livelihood. <laughs> God damn it, Jared. Your father sucked. <laughs> I, I've, st- I've set my ass in a hotel and eating potatoes. <laughs> He wouldn't pay me jack shit. With oh, Piper's Legends oh, contract. Although, like, I think it's funny that Austin's always like, I was, you know, I was going to Jerry Jarrett, and I was like, Jerry, I want to be working full-time. What do you think I can do? It? Hell, I, Steve, I think I can do it right now. He loves to talk about how Jerry was willing to put him on salary full-time right then and there. I'm like, this is great. And yet, all of a sudden, it's like, man, fuck you, Jarrett. <laughs> oh, man. I'm waiting for you in the got derailed. You got derailed early. <laughs> Anyways, Great American Bash 2000. We're we're coming off of what well, we talked about last time. We did a you know kind of a recap of the Arquette you know, Arquette era. It's over. It's yeah, over with. It's, it's over done with. We're moving. But the last time we talked about a show was Slamboree. Right. And so we're we this is now going to be pay per view three in the New Blood era since we've done Stampede, Slamboree, and now this the Great American Bash. What are your initial thoughts on this type of on this show from when you guys watched it? I have watched it three times because I would get fed up with it and stop. God damn swagger. Or get sleepy. 
and go to sleep. Yes, someone else has a bodily function on the podcast. Yeah, but that's the the, the more acceptable region. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's all good, buddy. Anyway. Three um, times, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not full, not all the way. I must but I mean, have rewound that no, for like me, six times. times was the charm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I think I'm gonna go with the public defender. Yeah, um, which, by the way, Marissa Tomei is playing Aunt May. Yeah, no. uh, Spider Man's gonna be like four. <laughs> but anyway, um, so this show, I didn't really know anything about it uh, except your little spoilers, uh, which, granted. We'll get to it later, but I could have figured it out <laughs> as I was watching the show. Um, I had no expectation other than, well, what, did Sting kill himself? Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, we just watched Steve Borden kill himself. Yeah, I was like, I just wanted to hear night. the Michael Kamen score as he flew off of the, as well as oh, he. What, was that Die Hard? <laughs> no, from Lethal Weapon. Oh, which, which part of the When he score? comes off the, well, you know, when oh. they jump off. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great audio rendition. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah, just, get in here. Here. Chew on this onion. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. I, uh, one thing I didn't realize until like I was really getting, because I, I try to read about the Nitros and the Thunders, try to get everything. Jeez, Thunders too. Yeah. Do you guys know how? But with the support with God, what's wrong with you? Russo made that edict that the Thunder would no longer just be a B show. So I mean, he, a lot of shit happened. That's where Arquette won about. That's where. Like no, I, said, it's I true. never looked at it as the B show. It's no, it's, it's true. Like he, he definitely did. And when you read it, like they, they definitely have a lot of moments like that. Here's the big problem. Like, and we're gonna get into this probably at the end. We'll have a, a little discussion about it. I think one of the things that works against this show is the fact that there are six weeks of TV between Slamboree and the Great American Bash. See, that gets on another conversation, though. How much is too little and how much is too much? Exactly, because nowadays, like, everyone's like, it needs to be more, these need to be fleshed out We're in the middle of a a more Mm -hmm. right now, Mm -hmm. and my God, I'm like three raws behind. I cannot get through these things to save my life. It is. That's why, like... At least, like with that Beast in the East, it was like, oh, okay, here's yeah, something I still haven't watched, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it. It's kind of a, a kind of a break from the Raws and gives me something that feels like a something that kind of feels like I need love that. Oh man, oh, I the seen Warrior this Mug. Forever. I know. Your dad's mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah the war, <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior Mug. God damn, he's hey, dead. My fucker dead. Both of them. <laughs> Which one? That Twitter bitch. I've been waiting for you. God damn. Been waiting for you. But um, six weeks. So like, the the problem I think you see is that with this type of roster, six weeks was way too much. Six weeks, if we go up north to New York, maybe not a bad thing. No, because they always, could handle it. It's always fun, right? So that's just something to keep in mind because when you and the other thing I I, I think we'll we'll cover more at the end. Do you think this is the point where you really noticed? If you haven't noticed already, that the wheels are starting to come off the wagon. They're gone. Yeah, this is another okay. Movie. They're gone. They're <laughs> gone. I'm just gonna spoiler alert. Yeah, this this show sucks. Mm. Uh, this one's pretty bad. This is. I'm, I think we can all. I think everyone. Yeah. So that'll be the challenge for the day: is trying to find <coughs> something redeeming. That Speaking of which, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about the opening match. <laughs> well, before we get into the opening match, because I think that thing actually is a pretty pretty decent for until they overbook the ending. Oh yeah. But um, let's uh, talk about this pay per view well, real quick in terms of. <laughs> 
Or, go ahead. Well, the video package. Oh, so so a policeman gets into the ring. Goldberg <laughs> like southpaws him, yeah. and you know he's down. And the cops, like forty of them, just are looking at it and go, "No, I'm not getting in there." <laughs> I'm like, get your asses in there, That's man. That's what you get paid <laughs> to do. It's just Goldberg. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the goalie or anything. But still, I mean, shit. <laughs> wouldn't that have been the best if he? If the goalie. He, <laughs> if That's who's driving the if, truck. If Goldberg the goalie got out of the monster truck <laughs> after all this buildup of who's driving the Goldberg, because <laughs> they were in the past. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Goldberg. It wasn't me, all right. Great American Bash at this point has been going on since 1985. This is yeah. 15 years. This has been a major part of wrestling. How I many people? And at a great place, Baltimore, site of so many great WCW moments. Yep. yep. How many people are here tonight? Six thousand. Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Not Seven thousand. And a lot of public servants. Oh yeah. Lots of cops. Lots of firefighters. Yeah. Oh, outs- oh. So you were you were talking about the video package. What I find fun. Have you noticed this new trend with the WCW pay per views? Is we're gonna do. Not so much a video rack. We're going to do a recap of something very, very... Like one character. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some live action stuff. Now we're going to do the pay-per-view one. Yeah. yeah. They do that. I don't understand. I don't like that. And I, I, don't, can't, I can't hear any of it. It's... Because I can tell you, when, when, I, when I record them to put on the show, I can always tell like the, the volume on them is so substantially lower than you know these loud voices that we have they here. Don't have, they don't have a sound mixer uh, at all. No, well, they didn't have a lot of mixing. It sounded like going on the, behind. The recording it was a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a mic in it, right? It's in the name. But uh, I the cover art. You know, what made me laugh by this. I actually really like the it. Cover art. It's like I thought Bret Hart did it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, Terry had, had a lot of downtime. What you look like? <laughs> you big piece of shit. I remember the my favorite drawing. He's, I wish it was in his book. He drew. He had a drawing of Brutus the Barber Beefcake with his head up Hulk Hogan's ass, <laughs> and he took it to Andre the Giant. And Andre just looked at it and went. I knew Andre had a good sense of humor. Yeah. Andre was my buddy. He was my buddy. <laughs> we, we, my pal. You didn't I mean he got a little mad when we were in the car together and my brother was driving too fast. And oh. He wrecked the car. He said he'd never ride with us again. But that cover I, No, no, no. And I wasn't a fan because Sid looked no. like he just looked at the Ark of the Covenant. Like his face is way stretched in the cartoon. He looks like he's a big stupid right. dummy. What do you expect? I mean, like, I'm, he's not even on the show. No shit. That's I, another one. Why is. Why is Van Buren with the faces? I didn't know that was Sid. <laughs> I didn't look close enough. So the vest and black trunks. No, no I just, just like mullet. you said, it looks like looks like a Bret Hart drawing. It, it really does. Like, it reminds me of, like that back page of his book. I love or the front. Book. It's front no, and it's, back. It's the uh, yeah. You just it's like you just try to find everybody. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. I liked it. Um, um, now, the, I, first thing I noticed, uh, the camera's on the wrong side. Do you notice that the camera's on where the entrance would be on the left? Yeah. Yeah, like, because like, uh, for all the other shows, if you're watching it on, yeah. on TV, the, the entrance ramp's over here. Now it's over here. And it I just, just thought the entrance was always on the left. No, not not for these last shows we've been watching. At least I, oh, okay. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I'm yeah. sorry. I, I'm thinking about how it normally Yeah, 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 yeah. I got what you're talking about. Because yeah. I'm always used to it being on the left. Right, from the old Raw. Majority of, yeah. like, our lifetime watching Yeah. Reason. Which every time old... they change it, I notice it because yeah. yeah, I'm used to being on the left side. Do they ever except Madison Square Garden, which yeah. is in front of you? I love that though. Awesome. It's so small, but like when we except went... for WrestleMania 20, I didn't like that. 
Remember WrestleMania 20? That was the one WWF show where mm -hmm. they weren't coming up the middle. They yeah. were actually coming from the left. Like, they actually redesigned it probably to get more seats. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, because WrestleMania was huge at the time. And we got to get more people in there. You're the only 22,000 fit. <laughs> Legendary <laughs> Hall of Sports, my ass. <laughs> what are you saying? The, the ramps, like, when... On TV, when the hard cam flips to the other side, so the wrestlers come from this, you know, yeah. the right instead of the left, they always seem different. Like, like it feels different just in my head because of the conditioning of this is where it's yeah, in, this is totally. where it is. And I've been trying to think is like if if there's generally any theme or reason why they do that. If you ever think about some of them, any memorable ones like you know, it's not the old school Raws where they flip the sides or anything. It's just there, right? So, um, I've I've seen on a couple Raws. Only a cut, like in a, like still in the modern era, like I've seen it happen, mm -hmm. but it's, it, I, I really haven't looked at any rhyme or reason to it. That's a yeah. good point because yeah, the last couple have been to the right, especially I remember the the reboot Nitro, mm -hmm. yeah, was to the right. So, mm -hmm. um, what the hell is this network? The first we had the the Misfits in Action coming out, and I was like, I was trying to remember what their real WCW theme was. <laughs> oh my god, because what is this song it, it sounds like Get Ready yeah, by it, the Temptations. It, yeah, it, it does. <laughs> And then later on, when the cat comes out to his music, it sounds like the same thing. It's the same music. It's but they got that dude in the crowd with the, you know, the late '90s big Dr. Seuss hat going to fucking town like he walked into the wrong rave. Like he is happy. <laughs> the guy in the front row? No, oh, this no, no. is another guy. This is not the guy with the Hasselhoff is my hero song. Yeah, God, which is awesome, that. especially because yeah. you see it during the wall match. I'm like that. Good. 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 The wall. <laughs> That's the only opponent that would make sense. <laughs> For the wall. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so first up, uh, we've got... What a confusing got, thing. Like, this wow. is too, you know, because it's like MIA, and then the other ones that come out that says Filthy Animals, but it's actually a cruiserweight match. Yeah. Seems to thought, be news to Chavo. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's what we get for. So it's going to be Lieutenant Loco, aka Chavo Guerrero, Chavo. against the Hip Hop Inferno. Is oh, that that's what they, they tried to do through the match. They tried yeah. to do that, but it doesn't. He gets no, the no. coolest name. He gets Disco with a Q instead of Cisco. That's what they want. He turns into. I love it. That's not. That's better than Hip Hop Inferno. Yeah, I, just, I did not understand. Yeah, because Albert's the Hip Hop Hip Hop man. You right. Know. Like I said, always a fine line between brilliant and stupid. And oh yeah, like, stupid. Chavo whips out a grenade. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we get general erection on the uh, on the fucking mic to start off with. Everybody fall in. Uh -huh. Oh, yawn. Everybody check <laughs> Major out. Major stash. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even bother writing that down. No, uh -huh. no not worth it. What is it? Uh, Van Hammer or whatever, whoever he is, he shows up late to the line and they all look good. <laughs> freaking Major Guns constantly looking like she smells shit. <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, yeah. She's a butterface. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, who do we have to counter but the filthy animals? I hate seeing them. I no, hate I saying hate that, too, I because there, there's some good workers in there. I just hate seeing them all together like that, because... They should be fighting each other. Like, <laughs> Ray, like Ray and Hoovy. Like, yeah. yeah. Love these guys. Have we really... I, I'm, I'm still trying to go back. I don't think we've seen him wrestle in this pay-per-view timeline. We saw Ray, I think, in the very, very, very beginning. Didn't we see Hoovy? We saw Hoovy come back for one, didn't we? I don't think we saw him. He was in oh, that psychosis. Like seven... Him, Person oh, clusterfuck cruiserweight. Yeah, him and I think him and Psychosis might have had a match, which wasn't you know it's it's just a shame though that there's um there's just Hoovy wasted just being mm -hmm. his rip off rock gimmick. Finally, the juice has come back and mm. whatever. Thankfully, we don't hear that this time. But this guy's wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey. I yeah. saw that yeah. in Baltimore. And, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Wrong coast. But, but the, but the, yeah, because the thing was, like, this was a very apathetic crowd for this match. The, the crowd sucks all night. But for this match in particular, like, it's nothing. Oh, it's yeah. dead silence. But uh, the funny thing is, like, Chavo is a really good worker. And I, don't, now I know we haven't seen him wrestle. No. Yet. I was this is our first warm So from him. This one sets up like a faux lumberjack match. Like, they don't call it a lumberjack yeah. match, but it basically is for the most part. Uh, Where are their casts? Oh, God. Wouldn't that... <laughs> but um, this one only goes about 4 minutes 57 seconds. And for the most part, it's pretty good back mm-hmm. and forth. Because we've seen Disco have some shitters in the beginning of a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. A lot. Remember like him against Lash? Yeah. Him in the tag match with Lash oh, against the Pisons. The, yeah, uh, the, the apologetic stunner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and then I I had forgotten about this, but I when I had uh, read some of the Nitros and Thunders, I just call you know, Christopher Lloyd comes down to ringside. Oh my God. But it's actually who is this guy? I, it's Pops or it whatever. Looks, it looks like Blue from old school. Oh. <laughs> But I, I do love that, like, his thing is, he just gets frightened into a prone position. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all it is. And I'll say this, that guy sells it. Like, oh, yeah. he really is just, he sticks it out for the whole time. He's a method. Oh, because he knows what's coming, which, yeah. you know, for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Highlight of his life. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You need some pride You need some crack. I do. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> but this thing becomes a big old fuck fest early because we get, as we said, we get Christopher Lloyd coming down to the ringside. Uh, Hoovy uh, carrying on his, he does a fake people's elbow. Yeah. Which he drops like a second after, yeah. um, what is it, this, uh, who's, he, who's he doing it to? Oh, he's doing it to Chavo. Chavo, Chavo gets up way uh, before and he's fucking. <laughs> there's a real inconsistency. I'm really getting tired of these um, relaxed rules. Because like the ref clearly sees uh, interference. Well, yeah, well, and I, I'll give Slick credit. Like he tries to like stay occupied, and you can tell he's like, "Are they just gonna fucking do what they're supposed to do so I can turn around now?" Because by the end of this, of course, the we just get finishers galore. Disco hits the stunner or the chart buster. I'm sorry, the last dance. The last, last dance. dance. Damn it! No, I thought yeah. No, they, is, that's what they called it. Now they call it the line. Yeah. yeah. And you know how everyone's asking Austin what his opinion is about Cena doing the stunner? How come no one's bothered to ask Disco? <laughs> that's, that's, or Mikey that's a very, it's a very good question someone tweet him what is he at the real disco he's the, at the real disco we can go at, we'll go find out that'll be a good hey. question for him yeah hey. <laughs> yep <laughs> wanna go to a poker game uh, but uh, disco hits the uh, the last dance and then we get um, we get lash I'm sorry uh, what's uh, he's private He's Corporal Cajun, Corporal but he gets Cajun. a temporary oh, promotion thanks to the, com- uh, Tony the commentators. Shiver. Cannot keep no. up with any of this. No, no, no. no. Corporal Cajun hits his is called the Cajun. Uh, he has, uh, I forget his. <laughs> I his thought it was whiplash. It's not. That's not the whiplash. He oh. has a. It's the um. The raging. No, that's the Popeye's the chicken shake. God dang it! I thought I had it written down, but you know, he, he hits like what has become like his secondary finish. Oh, I got oh, you. Like, that's his move. Yeah, there you go. That, that's. Oh, it's all yeah. that's his move. Yeah, it's all that's his. It's yeah. But um, after he hits it, he, he drags right in the side of the referee. This is what I thought was Oh, funny. yeah. He drags Chavo on top. And, the, and he sees it just... Next. Yeah. yeah. So, Move on. I, the thing is, like, before we got to, like, all those things happening, like, this was pretty fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a pretty good match. And like I said, I think 
for the first time, like, we saw Disco really, like, you know, pretty non-bocce. You know, which... Oh, well, yeah. Because yeah. he, yeah. unfortunately, has been some of these opening matches. Chavo looks amazing. Chavo like, he, still does. Bam, bam, bam. He nails everything in there. But four minutes, 57 seconds. It is what it is. He retains. By the way, you guys... So, you know, kind of the, where the Cruiserweight title had been moving around up to that point? Mm-mm. All right, so it had gone to Daphne for a little bit. Oh, yeah. So Daphne had it, and then Crowbar thought he had it, and then... You know, there was a bit of a, a feud, mini feud between them, and then in the mix of a three-way, that's when Chavo was able to wrest away the cruiserweight title from the mighty Daphne. That's right, that mm-hmm. happened. Did he, he pin her, and he pinned Crowbar. I forget. And how is Crowbar cruiserweight? See, that's <laughs> I, I, the relaxing of the. I mean, Oklahoma was a cruiserweight. Disco always was a cruiserweight, though. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Even I thought five, he, I thought he shifted. Because he's a he was a TV champion. He was too. like he was one of those cruiserweights that they elevated. Like uh, he lost like, like two pounds and he was eligible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now wouldn't that be great if he gained a pound during a match? <laughs> during a match? Yeah, like they went. Wait a minute, he looks a little. I got a big bowl of pasta. <laughs> he looks a little bit heavier. It was a great meatball. I, yeah, and then you weigh him real quick. Oh no 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 DQ. But <laughs> what a great crap gimmick. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's really. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the, the the highlight for this uh, this for me is the commentating. Um. Because it's god awful. Mark, <laughs> Mark Madden, when uh, Pops needs uh, CPR, mm-hmm. and Mark Madden goes, Come on, honey, pick an end. Either way, it'll revive him. <laughs> well, he was so, already early. Like, what oh, was man, like, like three on, minutes into the pay per view where Chavo the- pulls out the grenade? No, I think it's even before then. It's something about, he said, I thought that, uh, just, I thought that Major Guns had the market cornered on fake plastic round things. Yeah. Oh, Mark Madden's on the ball tonight. Oh, he, he is. Oh. He certainly is. He actually has some good stuff. I, I will call Which, it. by the way, did you did you catch her in the like a couple days ago when... Uh, Major uh, Guns? No, no, no. A couple days ago, <laughs> he, he tweeted kind of indirectly at the podcast. <laughs> Mark Madden did. No. Um, all right, so one of our guys... I love Mark Madden. <laughs> <laughs> he makes Jerry Lawler look like... Jerry what, Lawler. What were some? What were some of the other matches? Art Donovan. Because I think didn't you have a couple other good ones during this this match? Who? Madden. Madden? Uh, oh, uh, I I don't know. I I was looking for the really insulting things. <laughs> but yeah, it was so funny. Like Dan Rackley had like mentioned how bad Mark Madden was in commentating. Dan Rackley. Remember he came. He gave us the one story I believe um, on Terry Funk. Oh yeah, yeah. Which was really cool. Love that story. So he, he mentions Mark Madden in a tweet to the podcast about how bad his commentating was. Madden is one of these guys, I, I don't know, but it seems to be this way. He searches his name to see if people are talking about Googles him. Googles himself. And then, and then, like, will interject in a, himself in the in conversation. His shirt. And so. <laughs> Sitting at home. <laughs> I'm radio broadcast. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. If this, oh. if this podcast had eyes, oh. Jesus, gross. That's why it's not a video podcast. <laughs> but um, he Madden comes back and like he he does a playoff of Dan's um his Twitter profile where it says he's happily married. He says basically you won't be happily married for long, and that was it. I was like, oh, are we gonna get into something here? And oh, no, nothing ever picked up from there. But it was just really funny. I was like, oh, so technically on our little Twitter timeline, we got Mark Madden in there. Ooh. How nice. Wow, well, we're really moving up in the world. God yeah, love you. OSW, oh, baby. <laughs> I mean, we got it. That's my livelihood. That's my livelihood. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone just tweet at Mark Madden, how's your wife? 
Scott, Scott Hudson. Uh, this has got to be a highlight for him. <laughs> this is not a textbook CPR application. <laughs> I would like. They have moments tonight, and I didn't catch all of them, but I heard. I remember hearing him, and I was like, "God damn, man!" Like they're. They have some good. Took long enough. Yeah. Well, starting to and it was only several months of doing week multi weekly programs together to get some sort of chemistry. Yeah. So we move on from this. I don't. I think we pretty much killed this opening match. I don't know if we have any more to say about I this. It sucked. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I, well, no, I mean, Bottoms up. I, I liked. I, I think I liked it until it got overbooked. Like mm. the back and forth was pretty good early yeah. on, but then. Oh, like, oh, the, oh sure. But, but then the aftermatch, yeah. uh, the aftermatch was just like, all right, yeah, it's those too first... early. It's too early in the night for stupid shit. You want to do that like to help pump the crowd up or give them a break later. Yeah, you're right. Those first 90 seconds were pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what she said. Hey, to hey, Mark Madden. No. So in the back, we've got... Um... An <laughs> indecipherable <laughs> backstage interview. <laughs> God damn, it's... Well, uh, Bullock's legit confused. (laughs) Well, well, first we've got Bischoff and the cat. Yes, we get them with all the fast-talking, nervous police officers. Oh God, I love it. The cops reassure him that all the entrances are covered. Bischoff still insists he has a surprise for Nash tonight. These cutbacks to Bischoff are hilarious (laughs) because it's just him either on the phone talking to nobody. (laughs) What do you mean it's not happening? This is not a good time. Now we get to Mean Gene. And if we're still doing the this, Mama Luke's. Oh no, it's the pie. I, we can. If Booker can have Booker forward. T and then eventually GI Bro, we can move on to just calling you the Mama Luke's again. But fuck it. Um, Vito Shadow Boxing, of course. That's mm-hmm. how we got to open up every promo. You guys notice he's the hardcore title, so yep. you guys know how this all came about. No, is he yeah. the hardcore champion? I don't even okay. think he knows so something he took champion. it from, or okay. Bischoff made them take it from Funk. All right, so did he beat Shivani for the title? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the worst night history of our sport. So after Slamboree, like it's Bischoff makes it really apparent that he's going after Terry Funk for whatever reason. <laughs> He just wants to get Terry Funk out of there. And so week after week, he is trying to put Funk in positions where he's going to lose a hardcore title. Which, of course, and some of it, God love Norman Smiley for with his backyard title that he has taken from some you know local That's federation. Awesome. He's come in and helped Terry Funk. Like There are just a lot of inadvertent ways Funk kept the belt. Finally, he gets it off of him via the, the Mamelukes, but then he invokes the Freebird Clause. And he says, you both can trade the belt off. A free bird clause for two people? Yeah. yeah. For two well, people. I guess because it's a singular person title. Regardless, that's why you know you get this the seeds of, of the breakup here where Mean Gene... I love how Mean Gene like, tries to... <laughs> mean Gene tries to instigate it. <laughs> mean like, Gene's a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, he really is on this show. Oh, he's a huge dude, dude, I love him in this interview. How he's clearly talking to Vito. And what is it, John? He says, I, if you've got something to say, talk to me! He, he, he hasn't looked at you at all. Because nobody wants to hear you talk. No, you're, no. you're not even going to say your thumb-breaking catchphrase. No, he doesn't even do that. You just want to see you attempt that top rope move. Never, nevertheless, <laughs> this... All night. Oh, I cannot wait till we can talk about it because oh, I the... think it reaches its end. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boo! Uh, that venom! How dare you do that in Baltimore? Oh, How God. dare you botch? <laughs> um, um, Christ. But, me, but tonight we've got the Mamelukes. They are facing Chronic yeah. for the number one contendership. Just nice. It's it's one month. They're number they're running for number one contender. Amazing. 
Well, it's because they, they have a great... Uh, apparently, like, they were part of the New Blood because they helped at the, mm-hmm. the Nitro, and then they just felt like they weren't getting a fair share. And so they... Someone mistakenly told them they what, could do it on their own. Yeah. <laughs> What's awesome is they pull the Dean Ambrose WrestleMania 31 build up with the IC title. They just took the tag belts for yeah. a month. They weren't the champions. They just took the belts. Because what's awesome about them, as we're going to hear in a little bit, these guys are just two fucking badass dudes. They're, they're the yeah. APA of the WCW. That's basically who they are. But um, that's what we've got coming up. Before we get to that, of course, we're going <laughs> to... I saw you tweet about it. Hmm? Hulk Hogan! The inflatable pool... Was it? Take oh, Hulk, the take, inflatable raft, yes! That's it. Take Hulk Hogan to the pool with you this summer. <laughs> brother is he bringing the spray tan yeah <laughs> well, the thing of the joke I was well if this was the WWF version it'd be a little bit more pumped see, up see that's what I'm wondering <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh we're getting WCW Hogan really <laughs> yeah and I guess we this must this copy of the pay-per-view is the first one that I've noticed that they took from a, the tape and not from the British broadcast. This is not available right. anymore. Right, and yeah. it's, it's available until September 11th. 2000. I know, WCW I can't even get too. that right. <laughs> Goddamn. All-American. Oh, it's the great American <laughs> bash? Yeah, but so, I wonder how big that thing really is, though. Because I was like, oh, I bet that thing's cool. But I bet it's only four feet. Oh, you I get bet, it. I bet fucking, you, you know it's like, on it going, yeah, You yeah, can yeah. probably put your finger on it and it's saying. I, I bet you that's <laughs> the thing. It's so... I want to know when they first... Because clearly, all these things they, they right. hawk, they tried to sell this at one point, and they have a big circle. Well, my thing is, like, this was the first thing that they've offered to sell, uh, if you get the pay-per-view, that looks like it could actually cost the price of a pay-per-view. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. If yeah. it's what we think it is. Yeah. Which <laughs> it probably is. No, no, no. no you're no. always underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's another Mark Madden good call, though. He's like, well, hey, don't worry about that. If you don't get it, there'll be plenty of Hulk Hogan uh, merchandise on sale bargain bin soon. Like, I was like, that's a good... Like, yeah, it's not just... heat for that match later, yeah. right? On, no, nah, he's got a great comment for that match, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, but anyway, um, let's so we need to talk about this new group because yeah, we saw we Chronic briefly, mm-hmm. um, and the reboot Nitro do their run and attack. But to do it proper, we have a special appearance here, of course, by our friend across the pond, as it would be Martin Dixon of Wrestling in the Clinton Years. Martin, who is this Chronic? Rich, full-bodied wine, sensibly priced at a dollar a jug. Now, for a little magic, I will make this jug disappear. Hello, listeners of New Blood Rising. I am Martin Dixon, head word monkey of Wrestling in the Clinton Years, and unofficial biographer of the New Blood Rising podcast, here to give you some background on Chronic as they make their beefy presence felt here on Great American Bash. So just who are these two malevolent meatheads rampaging through WCW right now? Well, lend me your ears for a minute or two, and me some background on this most gruesome of twosomes. First up, we've got Brian Adams, and I know what you're thinking, yes, I hated that song from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves 2, but that is a different Brian Adams that we're talking about here. And settle back with a drink, because this may take a bit of time. Um, first off, trained by the legendary Antonio Inoki, yes, I know, if you've ever seen him work, I can't believe that either, um, Adams began wrestling as the American Ninja on the US Indies before the WWF came a-calling in 1990, looking for a replacement for Bill Eady as Axe in Demolition. As Demolition Crush, he stick, stuck with the team until the end, just after WrestleMania 7, when the team was disbanded, um, and Crush, although untelevised, went on to become a substitute for one of the Road Warriors when they were injured. Um, returning to TV in 1992, dressed as a packet of Starburst as Kona Crush, playing on his Hawaiian heritage, um, this version of Crush was a fan favourite uh, and feuded with the original Doink at WrestleMania 9, including the first ever Doink double 
Dr. Doinkspot. Um, this uh, didn't take off because unfortunately he was fed to Yokozuna during his rampage through the Fed and, um, and was squashed uh, by several Banzai drops to write him off TV. Um, when he returned, Crush had become a quote-unquote Japanese sympathiser during the Federation's Bolsonaro xenophobic of periods when they basically hated Japan. Um, donning face paint and managed by Mr. Fuji, Crush would feud with the likes of Randy Savage and Lex Luger. Um, but unfortunately, this tenure was cut short by Adams' real-life arrest for purchasing steroids illegally and owning an illegal firearm. Um, he was subsequently arrested and subsequently jailed, and that put the halts on his career. Or so you think. Uh, the man returned to the WWF, but this time with an actual jailbird gimmick. Let's not dwell on that one too much. Um, he joined the Nation of Domination, um, which, you know, given his Hawaiian heritage, I'll, you know, is a bit of a pass. Um, but later formed the oh-so-wonderful Disciples of Apocalypse as Biker Crush. Um, he lasted all the way up until Survivor Series 1997, when in protest of Brett's treatment during the whole Montreal screw job, he left the Fed, and as everybody who left the Federation in the late 90s did, he found his way into WCW, and of course he became a low-level member of the New World Order. Um, he was basically a Hogan henchman, until the best, best idea ever Eric Bischoff had for creating a wrestler themed around KISS. And during a live performance by KISS on Nitro, Adams was revealed as the KISS Demon. Um, this, sadly, was short-lived as the gimmick was eventually passed to Del Torbo for no real reason before Adams could actually wrestle a match as the Demon. Which, uh, I would take, as Torbo was actually an infinitely better wrestler than Adams. Um, Adams just kind of floundered, he wasn't really featured much on WCW until the, uh, the New Blood storyline kicked in and they needed a big burly tag team and as, as such he found himself as part of Chronic. Brian Clark's path to Chronic is much much easier to chronicle. He started off in the US Indies as the Night Stalker which let's face it is an awesome name. Um, he bounced around the AWA, WCW, even stints in Smoky Mountain Wrestling in the UWF before finding his way to the Federation in 1993 to play Adam Bomb, the nuclear-powered superstar from Three Mile Island, com complete with red-painted tongue, goggles, and nuclear pyro. Um, he originally started as a heel under the uh, management of Johnny Polo, who would later become Raven, um, and which is very, very cool, and later Harvey Whippleman, which is significantly less cool. Um, after a feud with Earthquake in mid-1994, he dumped uh, Whippleman as his manager and became a, a, a babyface. And became quite a popular babyface towards the end of 1994. Sadly, um, his career was, shall we say, clicked after uh, he came into conflict with Shawn Michaels and friends and his career momentum just ground to an absolute halt. Um, he chose to leave the Fed after In Your House 2 to find himself back in WCW around about 1997 as part of Blood Runs Cold, the company's um, Mortal Kombat-inspired gimmick, um, complete with um, ice ninjas, um, martial artists, um, and sinister ministers. Uh, as Roth, he partnered with Mortis against Ernest the Cat Miller and the infamous Glacier, and I do like me some Glacier. Um, that <laughs> went, obviously went nowhere. Um, he, unfortunately his career kind of halted again when he got injured in 1998, he then came back as Roth and got injured again in 1999. Um, upon becoming healthy in, in, in 2000 he just dropped the Roth name and became Brian Clark uh, and partnered with Adams in what became Chronic, which is rumoured to be a name inspired by the two's um, recreational substance of choice, could I mean. Um, but I, I am a fan of Chronic. 
they are two big burly meatheads um, whether they were heels or faces it's hard not to like them um, I, I full disclosure I'm a bit of a fan um, so that's chronic um, I'd like to say thank you to everybody for allowing me to actually talk on this for, for a change um, don't forget to hit up uh, 4crwrestling.com the home of wrestling in the Clinton years where you can read innumerable reviews of 1994 WWF TV and now 1996 WCW TV um, don't also forget me don't also forget to hit me up on Twitter at Bunny Suicida um, which apparently is the wrong pronunciation and everybody seems to like but whatever talk to me on Twitter tell me if I've got it wrong um, and I now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast well goddamn Martin you ain't gotta get hot about it <laughs> I just pronounced your name a little differently. God damn. I think you should stick with it. I, that's my gimmick. That's my life. <laughs> so this is our new thing. Is, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, maybe we should start a video podcast so people can see the inside jokes. And maybe hit them more. Yeah, I'm sure the facial expressions would uh, point them in the right direction. <laughs> Yeah, I so, think it's the pointing. <laughs> There's a lot of pointing on this podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> you would think it's WrestleMania season all year. Oh. I, I do like how Chronic in this match like wastes no time just beating the shit out of oh, yeah, guys yeah, early, that, early but on. I want to talk about this because I'm sure okay. this is some stupid fucking sports thing. But what's up with all the New York hate going on in the crowd? All right, this so, is 2000. There's a lot of anti-New York signs. Yankees suck. That gets chanted uh, several times throughout the night. Okay, so two two reasons I think. Baltimore Ravens. Orioles. 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 I think part of it's also Russo. I think Russo now embodies that. Okay. So I think that's why because well because Russo now like every time you see him he has something New York, New York on. It's two thousand. So I think in two thousand isn't that the Ravens beat the Giants in the Super Bowl? That it'll be in the year two thousand one that they play the game. So it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. These fans know. What's that? These fans know. I, the, the other thing I was thinking about, like that, that have some if it has to do with Russo. Like, remember the? It was only like three years before that was when the kid, the, the Yankees fan, like took the ball away from the Oriole. Like oh, he yeah. remember like there was gonna be a, it was gonna be an out, but this kid reached down below and he caught the ball. Well, this happened at some other point other than that Chicago Cubs. Yeah, yeah I'm serious. Happened. Serious, yeah. And it basically like it saved that game for the Yankees and it kind of propelled them that first World Series, which they'd go on to win like with three and. Four years or something like that. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. It was incredible. But um, that was one thing I was thinking about. Your thing would work if it was a year later. That's, would work. Yeah, that's the problem is yeah, that's not bad though. Like so, I think it could be a combination of that. I think mostly it's Russo. I just think he represents. New oh, he's very now, so. the worst part. Oh yes, and we're I, I, we're mm-hmm. gonna see a lot of worse parts tonight. <laughs> You're a bitch. Yeah. Like, wow. God. We'll get into that later. <laughs> well, yeah. My God. But this thing, um, I one thing I love is the. There's a huge Vito sucks chant. Yeah, they, yeah. They hate him. But he won't. Do you I like th- that? Do you like how he keeps the belt on? I like it because it's, it's it's not a bad thing to do. It's like a jack. It's like when you go to play someone in the video games and they won't tag in. They're letting the computer partner do it, and all they run in and do is stop the pin and then taunt and get out because he goes in, <laughs> stops the pin, shuffles the belt, gets out of the ring. I like it. Why is he clapping? Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? That's the way it was in the old THQ games. 
So do you got so you know who the champs are at this point, right? Who they're battling to face? Yeah, they're the it's Sean Stasiak and oh Ch- Palumbo. Palumbo, which is per, they're a, they're a perfect tag team in terms oh. of like they're the oh I know <laughs> no pun intended, but like they're like the same gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Might as well put them together. But anyway, um, Brian Clark he do, he's he dominates early and he dominates both of them for a big part of it early. Did you see his his tilt twirl neck breaker yes. <laughs> instead of back breaker? What was that? Oh man, <laughs> that was, that, that's the the fuckbuster two thousand July edition or June edition. Excuse me. Uh, I do another move that just I was astounded by Brian Adams with his F five brainbuster that he was doing. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah! Good and George Brian just kind of like. Well, that was a modified yeah. brain buster of some sort. And, and like, then they just yeah. go, there he's a, he kicked out! Yeah, he's alive. Stone Cold would have been pissed. You gotta sell that fuckbuster, mm. buddy. All right, so it, there are brief moments where the Mamelukes, Pisons, get, they get some heat on um, Brian Clark and Brian Adams. It's brief. They don't get like long sustained offense in. So let's get to our buddy Bocce, Johnny the Bull here, mm. because. I've I, been waiting for this. Because <laughs> just. Yeah. God, he went to the top rope again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, it all right, so to put this in perspective, every time, like... every time we record our show, one of my dogs vomits. It's the same. It's one. only when we record the show he will do this. He's doing it again. He does it in bursts of three. Um, he's got a three-round burst on his vomiting. It's not just all in a straight shot here. He watched a lot of aliens. I think we're at two. Oh, is he? D- it's no, a, it's a special. Can you break out three finishers? <laughs> no, if you got Austin, you yeah. might get four. Going so fast. <laughs> all right, so um, hang on. The must the stomach is spasming. We're better commentators than the commentating team. Everybody. Oh, there it is. Man, that was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, Swagger. He, he saved up use my finisher. All right, so Bocce Johnny the Bull decides to do his... his uh, well. Leap of... Because uh, wow. when he would do it, like, we've never seen him really do it clean. He always has yeah, a bit a of a study. Right. But it's all culminated to this. He goes up, and he... like. How would you explain how he botches this? Like, it's not just that he... It's like he fell asleep right before he hit the top. (laughs) Like, he just narcolepsed right into... (laughs) He had a Charlie horse and a leg cramp. We got tipped off to this, like, a couple months ago. Maybe it was within the last month, I forget. Somebody had said, like, watch for it. Like, he's like... Because we've been making a lot of mention of this, and it got pointed out that, like, it's coming up when he does it, and he gets really hurt. Because if you can tell, he winces badly. Like... Like he his ankle? His ankle, his knee, something, like a weird leg thing. Because, I don't know, how, it's a testament to him just physically. He just straight up just jumps into the top rope. Oh, it's and an then, incredible feat. What I love is that Brian Clark is like 10 feet away. Oh, yeah. So by the time he turns around and jumps, he's just crashing. He's Pluto, man. You're gone. But, uh... It looked it it looked like he seriously hurt himself yeah. because the rest of the match did you notice that like he didn't seem really like he ends up taking the rest of the moves which is sad because they're trying to set up still the breakup of this team because mm-hmm. Vito is just like ah I'm gonna go clean the belt and hang out with announcers they're like you can't talk to us right now we're busy and you have a match <laughs> that's a great line and what's funny is we never I do I never heard him talk I couldn't hear like I didn't know what he was really doing oh was he talking 
It was, was probably just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. He's probably, I think he was, but, um, the camera never shows him, like, wiping the belt or anything. You just implied. But it just leads to high times, which is their... This double. is great. I love it's this. good move. Well, it's not just that. Um, Brian Adams, being the ring general that he is, has to inform Brian Clark that they're not facing the hard camera. Oh, I know. Yeah, because they were about to do it, and he's like, nah, nah, shit. She's where I talk fucking yeah. Adams, that shit, man. You gotta fucking have that goddamn ring the whole time. Brian Shaw, give me a beer. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Too busy. Touch crash in the shower. Yeah, too busy raping <laughs> folks in the shower. Yeah. Damn, get that baby powder. He likes it. <laughs> So, um, Chronic picks up the win. This one only went. This was nine forty one though. This oh, actually, man, holy! This, this, <laughs> <laughs> remember, shit. have you ever noticed like there's some matches that are like twenty two minutes that feel like fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was nine minutes. I felt like eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> this felt a lot longer than. I that. always feel that way with uh, Mama Luke's. I, I just they're. They tend to have long matches. The yeah, good thing, though, is like I'm at least glad we're moving away finally from yeah. them being a tag team. Oh, I really want to see Janet and Bo get a singles run. Like That's that's what I'm hoping to Because <laughs> why break them up? That's the other thing. What are they going to do? I don't think Vito would be bad in the hardcore division. That's why I think him with that belt is what not bad. What happened with Disco? Like, why is Disco... Like, well, he got kidnapped well, by those are, dudes. And, so, and then like he basically told Bischoff, Yeah, I kind of want to hang out with these guys. The All right, that was really I, th- to put it just kind of in a in a lame sense. That's what it was like. Mm-hmm. That's how they kind of explained it. Well, he just didn't want I'm to sure do it. Conan anymore. has yeah. better stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's all like Disco. If you go back and look, he's a smoozer. He managed to wiggle to become a kind of official member of the Wolfpack. Then he gets into you know. I mean, he he gets his own run and. People are like all into him, and then like, oh, you know, filthy animals here. They'll be cool. I'll join them. He is at the real disco, folks. You can go talk to him about it. I'm sure he would love to, love to hear about it. Anyway, in the back, new face Pamela. What do you guys think of her? Actually, it's not really a new face. I think she was mixed up with the NWO girls. I was talking to Martin about this, as he clarified. It took about five seconds for me to spit on my television. (laughs) (laughs) DDP, you will be going one-on-one with Mike Awesome in an ambulance match. (laughs) Ambulance. Off. I'm going to take a shit. You need to go to the library and pick up a dictionary. She's been popping up just recently. And every time she has an interview, what's funny is like... Bimbo! Exactly. (laughs) Everyone's mean to WWF, like, they try and do innuendos to be cute. No, no, no. All the WWF guys are just straight up just like, you're a cunt. Just take a piss on her. You're going to whip your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, it ain't a secret, man. You I mean, everyone knows, man. I and I fell in love in the first place was. I mean, I asked her straight up. I was like, Jesus, sorry. That is... <laughs> Man, it was love at first sight, man. You know, I, t- I took her out to uh, serendipity. <laughs> <laughs> I like how timeline was. It almost makes sense. It almost makes sense timeline was. It's great. <laughs> we fell in love all over. We saw Ladder 49, man. <laughs> Shit, man. Some fucking firefighters. It was so good. I took my hat off during the movie, you know? <laughs> I rode the motorbike into the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Meticulous filming. (laughs) Not since Orson Welles has any motherfucker put on cinema like this. I was enchanted. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, so if Taker had a film critic, what would his scale be? What would his icons be? Two stars, two thumbs. Get out of my yard, as a mom. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you famous as five. Famous as a five out of five. <laughs> this is two Fred Durst doing your intro music when you hate his ass attitude. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Anyway, so DDP's just summing up. He's in an ambulance match, as we said, against Mike Awesome. So the funny thing is, in between Slamboree and the Great American Bash, like, it wasn't initially a thing, but, like, it became, like, the ambulance was his stipulation, like, his little gimmick. So now it's almost like, it's like his every match, every match that the guy's going to have is now going to involve an ambulance which i'm like this is too much because the ambulance match like used to be a really cool blow-off gimmick match mm-hmm. now it just blows yeah. and the fact is i'm pretty sure he mm. lost at least one of these before this like this match so it's like if you've lost one of your gimmick matches it's not when the gimmick. gimmick's begun see just do what taker did just find another gimmick match. yeah exactly <laughs> the guy's got like five gimmick five matches <laughs> and i think he's like five and ten combined <laughs> all the yeah, dude, thank God he hardly did any of those at WrestleMania. Oh, he yeah. would have lost like a, it's a buried alive match. No, 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 no. no. What? No, it's only WrestleMania ten. Yeah. <laughs> the streak ends at two and zero. Oh God, That's... he is the one in two and one. You won one game today. You got to play another. If you win that, that's two. The that's giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> has broken the streak. <laughs> He takes the belt from John Cena at SummerSlam. <laughs> Welcome to fumbling around, innocuously hitting people in the head. I would city. love to have seen a triple threat between Undertaker, Fake Undertaker, and the Berserker. Which one is the real Taker? This match might count out. <laughs> that, if that was booked in this WCW, he yeah. would win by countout somehow. Oh, it's amazing because triple threat matches don't have countouts. <laughs> no, he would be screwed. Well, it's, if it's laps rules, then it's uh, super enforced of other rules. It doesn't exist. It happens. All right, so the, the the DDP stuff, like the whole thing surrounding it, of course, is we saw Slamboree, like Arquette turned on him. Canyon took the massive bump off the. DDP's the, having a so, bad couple so of months. One thing like, that's been great is like DDP, like to keep the, they try to keep it going by he like goes to the hospital. He's always like trying to support Canyon, get him up. To sp- Kimberly and him are going through the divorce, so like everything that could be happening bad to pay. He's a country song. He and is. They lost the house, song. the divorce, his friends, and country strong. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's. Is he going to be doing duets with Gwyneth Paltrow? And then he has this crazy suicide at the end. <laughs> oh, he needs American Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Okay. So, so, so this get, third match is this <laughs> my, match three. My, Mike Awesome. All right, we get the ambulance backing up into the arena. We've got now... Um, uh, we get DDP who comes out and he brings out Candy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my who, who god! Apparently, also thinks that if you're paralyzed, you're also stoned. The, his special. He friend. really tries. Yeah, and yeah. he does it the whole time. I'll give he him goes, that. He goes Linda McMahon from oh. what we'll see in the next year from WWF. You're right. Yeah. Without Trish pushing him around. Oh god. 
That, no, no, you're right though. In Canyon, like every time they put the camera on him, I mean, he's not scratching his nose real quick. And, oh shit! You know, <laughs> he is. He is straight. He is. He is uh, committed to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This match, I, this wasn't bad for the most part as well because awesome breaks out of mm-hmm. spots, mm-hmm. and that's, that's that's what I'm hoping for. As long as he can do that, you can get a it's, something. The thing, the thing that sucks wild. is that you see those and you're like, why isn't this guy in the title picture? I think I know why. I think I actually figured it out with this one. Um, now, Mike Awesome, he lacks a, a third dimension in character. And I think that's why they tried to do that, that 70s guy shit and do, having him be the career killer. Because Mike Awesome, he has it on the mic. Oh, no, 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 he doesn't. No, he, he doesn't. Has it, he has it in the ring. Yeah, you know he has the look. Totally. Yeah, he just doesn't have the mic. He'd still. probably be what a twenty-one on Bret Hart's scale. And the Earth, yeah, twenty-one. Low, tw- low to mid twenties. I I would because the first time where he's doing that interview and he's like, and he's doing his bouncing, it's, it's, but it's comical. It it is. It it takes away from and it him. It shouldn't be right. But he just looks like a giant Jamie Noble in those spots where it's like the the big redneck kid. Yeah. Which if they would have done something with that, I think that could have worked. But give the guy acting classes, Vince would have done it. This stuff, it worked in ECW. Mhm. ECW, you know, not to put them down or anything, but ECW is more about work rate. Mhm. Well, to that point, I think Heyman also knew he he accentuated the strengths, hid the weaknesses. He's right. always been the phrase. Oh, yeah. That's why RVD like Hey, you can spit water real good, man. <laughs> Whoa. You see, we didn't get that in ECW because no, he was like, you know what? You don't cut promos. No, that's not Bill Alfonso. <laughs> yeah, well, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I'll just blow your whistle for 90 minutes. Oh, my God. But um, I thought that I thought for the most part it was pretty good. Again, we're going to get into some overbooked stuff here. Good, yeah, you get this. Kimberly. You get Miss Hancock. Uh, Shivani has a great call. Uh, Miss Hancock with a handful Full of Kimberly. Kimberly. <laughs> yeah, I really like that one. Well, uh, do you notice the lead pipe, a.k.a. the PVC pipe? Yeah, the lead pipe oh. that makes that sound. And bends, but doesn't bend. The lead pipe. I'm like, no, it's not. We get an awesome diamond cutter Dude, from the yeah, top rope. Dude, yeah, I put it into a great diamond cutter. Fucking it awesome so diamond good. cutter from the top rope. And, yeah, I love it. Uh, I will say this when it comes to the swerve. I did not see this coming, but apparently neither did the cameraman. Yeah. Because oh, the cameraman, I'm like, what? No, like they, no. why weren't they focusing? The on only that? reason why I saw it coming was reading the builds because they did a they did a they would do, I think because we had six like every couple weeks for spamming they did it every week but um they'd go to Canyon in the hospital and they have an interview with them. Got I, I got to talk about first the the very first one they did the night after Slambury. It's the ready to rumble scene like basically <laughs> DDP is in there. You go for his strength. Yeah. <laughs> it's the final well, it's lesson. Like, it's. He's in there, Fuck. and then like six guys descend on him and beat him up inside the hospital room. Sitting very <laughs> <laughs> There's a team. <laughs> Shield vicious motherfucker. I'll meet you at the Denny's, and we'll go get that old man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but one of them is Canyon. You know, cutting this interview about how much, how supportive DDP's been, and he's really over the top about how good of a buddy DDP oh, is. Oh yeah. To the point where it's like. Oh okay. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's one of so that you push it too far. Yeah, right? so that's why I was like, oh, too okay, much for maybe maybe it is. You know, so that's why I was waiting There's for. But really bad about that. But no. I will say this: like when you finally when you see that cutter, he it's a great cutter. He gets yeah. him off the off the stage mm-hmm. or whatnot. It you know it it definitely um he got that halo out quick for it to be screwed into his head. By the way, 
You, well, also like because uh, we hear Bischoff's music. Yeah, which I like. I like this. It's Bischoff good. Song. It's like ACDC kind mm-hmm. of. It's like for some reason. Do you like it more than I'm back? No, no, that's the Cause, best. Because I'm back fits so well with the Titantron video. Mm-hmm. But that's the part. That's the part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he puts that he fist up, he seizes the moment. Um, yeah, like he got it off real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, maybe they, it's like a miscommunication made with the cameraman because the cameraman was focusing on Bischoff. Yeah, yeah, you know, which is unfortunate. We kind of we barely see the the shot you needed was him standing up. Right, and we now, don't that would get have been that. a great reveal. Mm-hmm. All that. of a sudden, he's like in the air. Because like, when yeah. Linda, wow, look at this paralyzed. Because go a year later at WrestleMania 17, when Linda stands up, it's a huge, it's a huge moment ruined by Linda. <laughs> Vince actually, I love Vince. She has he the just, charisma of a like, sedimentary rock. Vince is like doing this, and he gets just. <laughs> spreads his legs just a little. All oh, right, ball kick. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, do we get some stiff low blows, and I'm just gonna throw that yeah, out. Yeah, we. Just... Oh, there's a doozy. No, <laughs> but, all right. So, this guy's supposed to be paralyzed, mm-hmm. and a good friend, I get it, would help him put on his shirt. But how did he not see the new blood shirt under his DDP shirt? And why in wrestling is your alignment <laughs> determined by your T-shirt? NWO, it's like people would come out of nowhere, like where Dusty Rhodes turned on, uh, joined the NWO, he unbuttoned his denim shirt and wore an NWO right. shirt. You'd see that shit all the time. So. My my thing with this is, um, so in kayfabe mode, he really was in the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he but it wasn't as serious as he thought. Or because yeah. I'm like, did he just waste a lot of money? In One the hell hospital? of a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Dumb and Dumber too. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. I ripped you. That's awesome. But um, yeah. The question I was gonna ask you guys did. Gene was needed. Like DDP's had a lot of shit thrown DDP, at him. DDP, like this is the thing. Everyone's turned on him. Yeah, I he's mean, had like three years of Sting's early career in two months. Yeah, <laughs> it really has been. Yeah. yeah, and and the thing is, like, you don't feel like. Can you imagine your wife, well, your best friend? And you would think, like, if this, if you, if you had the foresight to think, oh, okay, this is going to be leading them towards a world title thing. There's going to be a big payoff. Is no, yeah. there's no. There, I don't know what the payoff is right now because it just seems like he has more and more enemies. Right. Like, what's the payoff going to be with ten people? It seems like he's getting point. lower on the card. Yes, too. he is. Yeah, because oh, this, like we said, third match in well, nine. Get, another one just under ten minutes. It just went over nine. It was like nine. I'll say this: this was the first time that the crowd seemed into it. Like the yeah. crowd was actually standing. For sure. A lot of this yeah. Totally. This Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. Yeah. People love Diamond Dallas Page. We're back to Page getting screwed over by yet another person. Yeah. We go. I love this. We get a couple of these commentary cutaways. This one is a fun one for stuff that's going on in the background. We cut to the commentators. And this is when I first noticed there's this asshole who has a Yankees shirt on. Mm -hmm. And he's got the glass on. So he starts being cute and flipping off the camera. And he does it like every 10 or 15 so seconds. Somebody gets kind of like flagged down. Like, yep, that's it. I, I didn't know why he was getting flagged. And the security guys at first like a little bit like, well, maybe I won't get involved. Maybe I should get involved. But I, I, it's a fucking okay, you've done it. Again. You've done it. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> you've killed the bit, you asked. So then what's great is like when we cut to him later, instead of flipping it off, he starts just doing the peace sign. <laughs> he learned his lesson. Dude, he had an art. Hilarious. <laughs> he learned baby face. It's so funny. Is, I want to know what happens. Like, something happens, like, in the stands behind them because everybody was. Yeah, I saw the guy point, like, yeah. looked at his wife, was like, honey, oh, shit. Yeah. And then he points up there, and I'm like, what, 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 man? What's that redneck suit? Yeah. Uh, I don't see well, shit. It's not like we, we don't hear the rumble either that they tease throughout the night. What is that? It's, it's the that. monster truck. 
Oh, yeah. I hate to... Because I... Because I, <laughs> here's what I did. I'm like, Earthquakes Maryland 2000. No. Was there an earthquake? Their bats don't know because they keep going <laughs> outside and the cops are out there not doing a good job. I'm sorry, Goldberg is not driving that truck. It's also getting in that truck. Goldblatt. It's I'm serious. It's just like the movie Christine, because like when you go when you go through all the the fucking monster truck, like throughout this build, like the whole thing is it's always it, it, but you never you don't know the driver. No, you don't. Uh, they allude to it being Goldberg, but he never comes out of the truck because it's not him yet. He it's doesn't NWO come NWO member Kyle Petty. So I just, or it's, just, it's just dual. <laughs> That's what I kept. That's the other thing I kept thinking. Yeah, not you know, like Jaws is the shark. Duel is just the. (laughs) There's a there's an episode of American Dad that this does fit that where Roger gets a limo and these guys he goes to start driving these guys stiff him so he goes and kills all these dudes and there's and there's this one dude like in a toilet in a mall. And he's just using the bathroom. A couple of his buddies have been wasted. Then he just hears, like, it's got the deuce of hazard horn, but it's, like, real quiet, like it's sneaking. And you just see, like, a limo, a a little limo drive past him while he's sitting in a stall. If they should have had stuff like that. With the, I'm sorry. It's, it's just with the monster truck. We cut to G.I. Bro ziplining into the arena. The boyhood dream has culminated in you know Baltimore, Maryland. He's, like, controlling it with his legs. Yeah, because he has to, like, really get into it. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. I fall, these people going to die. Fart propels himself, maybe. <laughs> so G.I. Bro is kind of, an, uh, by association, uh, an extension of the Misfits in action. Even though Except, you never see him? <laughs> he's, I love how it's just it, it is, it's just Booker T with a lot more of this. <laughs> All right, so I was going to say, Booker T has a strategy in this match where he just doesn't move and hits the stick for a special. Like, he is trying to get yeah. a special within a minute because we get... <laughs> You actually, it becomes so comical. Like, how many times I say Carol Ann and Poltergeist 3? Uh, the, the crowd starts chanting it back to a deep. Huh? Yeah. And, huh? Huh? Yeah. I will say this though. It's I, the I was, what before what? I was really impressed with Booker's landing on the top rope yeah. with his feet. It's totally like, that was really cool because the pyro went off at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, huh? that's the thing. Like, I, I know this was his gimmick when he first came in, but I don't care what oh, you do to yeah. Booker. Booker is Booker. Yeah. He's going to shine through his Booker T no matter what. The way what. they talk about him as Booker T is like in a past tense, kind of yeah. like he was in the WWF as Booker T. Like, yeah. Oh, like in his old days, you know, like they used to be called the Harlem sidekick. Yeah. yeah, I'll probably have to rename yeah, that's, that. Yeah. That's, a, that's a problem I have with this. Like one thing I love about Cody Rhodes is he changes his moves yeah. between the. Cody Rhodes knows how to stay fresh. They just don't know what to do with him. Yeah, right. Booker have a Martin doing a, a a bio for GI Bro because that'd be awesome. Jesus, wait, wait just we ain't got to get hot about it. Oh, Bunny Susie. <laughs> so is that what we're messing with my livelihood? <laughs> I just would love to hear something made up in, in a British voice to make it sound as as a There's a great call. I wish I wrote it down. It was something to do like it's gonna take a lot more than that to beat GI Bro. was <laughs> 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 something like that. I was like, it sounds so stupid. Who, so who is uh, so he's facing tonight? Perfection, Stacey Perfection. Yep, yep. Uh, so. And, what do you think is so? This is a gimmick match, but what did you think of how uh, Stasiak well, came out? Stasiak comes out with face paint. I'm a little confused, and then he starts talking. And I swear to God, oh, I hear this no. chirping bird. Yeah, I I heard what it too. I thought it was that? a child, like a, yeah. just an bear. infant screaming. Bear, bear, like the worst heckler. Oh, that doesn't know he's somebody a ribbing Stasiak. They know he can't talk. Oh, and well, Stasiak, yeah, and then he just the promo just kind of ends. Like yeah. it doesn't really have an ending. He just I'm done, and. and and, you know, like, I was thinking about Stasiak. The month before, 
he had the victory of his career with Mr. Perfect, beating with the Perfect Plex, so th- and now he's fighting GI Bro. So what ha- this is this isn't typical WCW fashion here, without a doubt. What does Kurt Henning do? Like he's done already previously within the last year. Whenever he loses a match like this, when he's a face, what does he do immediately? Touch Turn him. heel and join the guy, and that's what he did. Yes. He became almost the mentor. Now that I, it's so they did the whole storyline in reverse. Like usually, you become the mentor first, then get your ass beat nope. and go away. No, yes. I've been around. I know how so, the story ends. I'm going to start at that. So way. it's a boot camp match, Only which is basically a last man standing. Exactly, with the, no items. The only time I ever remember a boot camp match, and I don't remember if these were the rules or not, was when Triple H fought Sergeant Slaughter. Right, and then we saw one recently with uh, Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt. Now, is this a last man standing match like in WWF rules? Because I don't remember that. The boot camp match, I always just thought was just another version of an extreme rules match. Just just, where it's themed items. Like like when they had the the Memphis street fight and it was like all the musical instruments and stuff like that. Yeah. Or the the home and guard match that China had with Jeff Jarrett. G.I. Bro, uh, it... God, it gets so fucking tedious with, like, he gets on the ground, the ref starts counting. Mm-hmm. He gets up at 8. It's a gets, lot. It's up at 9. But then he fucks up. He actually gets up late. And Tony Schiavone, oh my God, my favorite call that he had. <laughs> he got up at 10! <laughs> yeah. He got up at 10! I guess you know. Because it's no, not I've, 10. It's midnight until the 12th chime. So right. it's not 10 until the referee says, in. <laughs> he got up at 10. <laughs> Which tells me, that means he lost. Yeah. This match is boring as fuck. Oh, it's fuck. fucking mm-hmm. horrible. The the it actually gets it. a boring chant. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the equivalent of the CM Punk chant with the Goldberg chant. <laughs> right? Why was Mickey J checking G.I. Grove? I don't arm? know. Like, it looks like he's hesitant, too. He's like, but it's it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Fine. One, I guess. Two, like, was this going to be a ten oh, count? Yeah, I didn't think it would be a ten count if you're touching them. That, or they're both on the ground, mm-hmm. too. I will say, in a span of two minutes, Booker hits every finisher Dude, he's got. Yeah. I, I got the new name for the bookend. Like, why did he call it the bro down? The bro- oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's the bro down. It's the bro <laughs> That is... I, that is I was waiting good. for it. I was like, it writes itself. So it's uh, yeah. so Chuck Palumbo, part of his gimmick, with uh, his new gimmick, I guess, being the anti-Lex Luger, is he uses the, the, the flex... Or the Lex Flex. It's, I must have just blocked the, it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. The anti-Lex Luger just makes me think that he is only 4% not body fat. He's Lex Luger. <laughs> He's Lex. just like, like a complete man. <laughs> there he is. Chuck Malone. He's so boring, too. <laughs> but yeah, he, he is. he's using the fitness equipment. The shake weight. And so what he did was he hit Luger in the face and shattered his face. So Luger is oh, out God, right his now. Arm, his face. <laughs> it's like he formed himself. His charisma. <laughs> his charisma. How do you attack that? This is Lex is busy making Liz suit. Oh man. <laughs> 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 Go! <laughs> oh, it's Christian. <laughs> anyway. Yep, it's me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so this was a 20 minute match? Yeah, it, it was close. What the fuck? I it wrote was, that. It was uh, 13.58, but okay. damn, it felt like 20. Did you notice the, like, the final 10 count? Was really fucking fast. Oh yeah, they, it was. They were like, we gotta go. It, it was like the crowd was actually in control of it. <laughs> like it, it started like one, 
Two and three, four. Yeah. It's fucking ended. Five, ten. They just started going. Is it two, four, six, eight, ten? I, um, it's like when you play the referee in the games, the, and if you do the count, and one, two, three. Oh, I can't wait. Can we talk about when? When we'll talk about some guest refereeing. That's awesome. Oh, oh there's some good refereeing. But um, <laughs> what was really sad here is that the, the I just saw chronic murder these other dudes, and then. All by himself, Booker T just levels the tag team champions. Yeah, Booker, God, he tries. Like, like he he actually puts he forth does. a pretty good effort. Oh here. yeah, you know, and what is arguably like to me his worst match, which is awesome because next month is going to be great for him. I yeah, cannot wait till we get to that. But anyway, still, you're right. I think yeah, it's. I digress. Yeah, thirteen fifty eight. Jesus, in the back, Mean Gene is with Canyon. We get our Why Canyon Why segment. <laughs> um, no one came to see Canyon more than Eric Bischoff, who said if he wanted to have DDP right. spot, he'd have to take him out. And that's pretty sound reasoning. I get yeah, it. I, I love Canyon. Like I do. I it just his, he's got a great work rate. I love his character. I don't, I don't care what they're doing with him, but yeah. I, I'm always excited to see him. It's better than Champagne Canyon. Yeah. Even though he's I, like, I'm positive. See, I'm, this is what reminded me of this because I, I I don't remember when I did it, but when I used to play Revenge, I would update the characters. And for a long time, up until like oh, a month yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. I had Canyon as positively Canyon, and he had a DDP shirt, and I, and I didn't never remembered why I did that. And then I guess it was because of this. I guess I knew that he had turned on him. I yeah. like the positively Canyon. I can't wait because um, I think I guess if the, maybe it's a bigger payoff to the end of the DDP gets screwed uh, storyline for it to end with Canyon because I feel like they could probably have I some really good matches. Yeah. yeah, so we'll if, see if they get the opportunity. Sure. Uh, wow. Can we? Please talk about this match because it's well, so. How about I, I, I love the cut though to the ambulance where Paige fights his way out of the ambulance. Oh, that's, that's my favorite. favorite. He's just like, no, let me get up. No, no, eat a dick. <laughs> Thank you, guy, who's just doing your job and attending to my medical. <laughs> Which was great when they showed that guy the first time because he's like, right before that ambulance match, he's staring out the ambulance looking at the camera. Yeah, that's like, and then he's uh, like. Oh, 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 yeah. I, thought, I thought the dude they were gonna go chase the we're going I said, oh god we're gonna get like the 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 WrestleMania match where Piper Chase Gold Dust they're that gonna be chasing the fuck out it was Mahoney <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him don't tell him and they're like who's this it's that Dodge Charger so don't here gets Hogan who wears his ba- his boas oh in the car. we're not there yet That's we're getting there. no 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 we're getting there. But first we had the fake Deep Purple music hit, oh, which means it's time for the franchise. Oh. It's time for the franchise. Um, he tells them to cut the music and tells these Baltimore pieces of shit. <laughs> Which is great. Towards the end of the promo, he starts sucking up to him. Yeah. I think you guys deserve a great match. He just called them pieces well, of shit. And what's funny is right before they're like, well, I guess the censor guy better get his hands ready. They go, oh, we're on pay-per-view. Like, two, oh, like his purpose it doesn't take any time. Yeah, just Baltimore pieces of shit. So is his gimmick supposed to be the guy who's like a total dick to you? And then like you go, oh, that's just how he tells people he likes you. It's I'll either do- that or the guy who doesn't know the rules to his own matches because I kept like having to correct myself. So this is a this is a table match. That's what's supposed to be him and the wall. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get this straight. He then says, "No, no, 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 no. It needs to be 
the winner puts the other guy through five tables. So it's a best of nine table. Well, match. he never says best of nine. He He's, never says the, best of nine. Madden says best of nine. Which he says, right. he said, I'm going to put through through five tables. And I think because he messed up. And this is where Madden goes, that's a best of nine tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, best of nine. And, and then he's, Madden, really Madden keeps going. He's like, two. He's like, one table puts you out. Two, you people go to the hospital. Someone's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for a minute, Madden, Madden turns into like, the cool, shitty commentator. <laughs> Oh, 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 I like how when, when, when Shane's like building it up, getting all excited, yeah. he doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> he keeps going, be a, <laughs> a Baltimore drag ass fight, ass fight, <laughs> ass fight, <laughs> ass. And just, like, someone comes and kicks in the wrist. All he needed was a little mustache to twirl when he goes. Not to mention the fact he looks like he's aged like oh, best man. Of nine but years. The, I think this is on the, the, uh, he's in the, the last man. Yeah. yeah, this is when he's in the pill stage though. Like when he was on Austin's podcast, I think this is when it started getting bad. He looks rough. Yeah, well, uh, what do you? So we get it. We definitely see a new look for the wall. Yeah, oh, we haven't it, really. It took. I know we complained about the genericness, but this is even worse. At least yeah, he has he, a cool song, but he, it doesn't have the. He, he, he really reminds me of Kane now. Oh yeah. But back then, you know, it was the Wall. Like it's oh. a big guy who should probably be better, but it's not. He's, not. He's just not. <laughs> this thing, though, this all right. This match is pretty shitty for the most part, mm-hmm. but it's got one of the most clever ends to mm-hmm. since we know it's a best of five. And the wall does two. You know, he gets uh, Shane through two tables relatively quickly. Very quick. <laughs> I love it. They move up the ramp. They battle their way up the ramp towards, oh, a ladder. And what's by that ladder? Three tables, <laughs> three tables stacked stacks. upon each other. Is it three tables or is it two? It's three tables. It looks like two. Well, it looks like two in like a platform. A which, platform. Well, there was a table I, under. It was oh, table semantic, under. sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he put him through three. It, I really don't. I, I, this I, match I'm the 99% asshole. <laughs> Go, since they show it like 90 times I when it happens, did. though. <laughs> See, that's why we need a video podcast because that pretentious. Mrs. Look Henderson right presents over here. <laughs> the, the third table is there. It's covered by it doesn't the get black. Broken. No, it doesn't. But it gets knocked <laughs> over, so apparently it counts. So it, it's hilarious. Parker. Because the problem, like, when you get two guys on, like, at the top of a ladder, all they can do is just punch each other. We're that just... was the best. I hate the wall. Because he just, <laughs> he's like, this is literally how it looks. We're standing up. Oh, look at the demonstration. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the <laughs> obvious jump. With the, they said those are brass knuckles. Yeah. It looked like duct tape. It did. It yep. didn't. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. the same. Yeah. It must have been from the same company that made the cattle prod years ago. <laughs> Put tape on it. But yeah, the wall goes through. It, it's, Douglas wins the match with one move. It's, it's awesome. Fantastic. I mean, it's hilarious in its stupidity, but it's innovative in a way. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's good, though. No. But well, then Slick Johnson. Oh, uh, God. What? <laughs> I'm a little confused, because the way that the wall is playing it is like he thinks it might be Shane Douglas, mm-hmm. which is really weird, because that would require vision, which he walks like 15 feet to a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like trying not to look at him. What are you going for here? Like, do you know that that's not Shane Douglas? Because I swear, it looks like he's he's trying to conceal the fact that it's that it's slick. But he walks to a table. Right. A good around debris of other tables. Well, man, my eyes were blinded. I just grabbed first person with Sean. I put him in Hell's Gate. Bam. (laughs) 
I didn't, I, I didn't fuck. <laughs> I just want to see the that wild, always like, cracked me up because it was like they tried to sell it like Taker thought like he was blinded somehow and just grabbed who he thought was Hunter and it was clearly Sean. He puts him in the Hell's Gate. He's got a shirt on. See, I want to believe it, that he knew it was yeah. Sean. Working his way into this match. You're gonna drop that title one way or the other. <laughs> Oh Jesus! They tell a good like the commentators do a good job telling this kind of convoluted story of whether or not Douglas is face or heel because they talk about how he fell honest, out of not favor. Catch that. No, Go ahead. They, he fell out of favor with Bischoff and he Rizzo, does yeah because he's trying to put himself back into favor yeah which is what he challenged the wall. And then it's why he upped the game because he wants to show him he can still do it, which that's face. Because they'd had him like they they gave him the ability to run quote unquote run the shows mm-hmm. when like Bischoff and Russo weren't there, and that's where it imploded on him. So yeah, that's that's really cool though. I didn't pick up on that. What was the context of Mark Baden dropping this doozy, <laughs> sweating like a nitro girl before the pregnancy test? I forgot, oh God! I forgot who that was that he said that. Was that during this match? It was. It was either during this match or in between this one and the next match. I don't I, know, but yeah, I remember I, that being. I'm trying to see what's right next is because next I we, love um, Mark. <laughs> How's your wife? No, she... <laughs> uh, you're not going to be happily married. God damn! Uh, yes, yeah, that's clever. Uh, yeah, that's, just... that's not even. <laughs> I like trolling. Yeah. <laughs> This is the worst Mark Madden impression I've ever done. Why is Mark Madden Vince McMahon? I know. <laughs> He's got a puke and his wife will divorce him. So, in um, in the back, so we're, we're going outside. And what do we see first? We're, we're waiting to see if Goldberg shows up. But who shows up instead? Hulk Hogan drives up to the arena in his wrestling gear. Full entrance gear and everything. I was confused when he first started getting out. I was like, who is that? Yep. <laughs> I thought it was like 2002 Hogan for a second. Oh, that's what threw me yeah. off because like that's what he would do when yeah, he came back. I didn't remember him I, wearing this. No, the I, boas? Not no, not in WCW. I remember he wore. I remember the boas the night at, or the nitro after Jesse Ventura won the governorship. Mm-hmm. He came out in the boas because it was like there was almost like a ticker tape route because that's when Hogan said I'm going to run for president. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Hogan. It was a bit. And he had the boas. He was like. Throwing it out there, but you notice how one of the bows is kind of broke because it got stretched, like it got caught in the car door or something. Yeah. When they were... Mark Madden has a really good call in regards to the boas. Uh, he talks about how um, Hogan will never be as cool as uh, Kevin Nash or Scott Hall, mm-hmm. and I thought that was kind of interesting because uh, there was always that underlying thing that Hogan was doing that. Oh uh, yeah, to get with those guys to be co- the, which he was cool. Yeah, Hogan was undeniably cool. He's wearing my favorite. Shirt. I love that shirt that he brought that shirt back. Oh, the old, the, the old, the classic, the old classic end of like the the Hogan shirt. I love. Yeah. Oh yeah, shirt. oh it was a good yeah. shirt. Yeah. yeah, that was that was great. I had that shirt. I, we'll get into when we see the match, but early on. I think Hogan's in a little bit of a pissy mood here tonight. Yeah, he oh, looks my, really look angry. Part where I'm trying and to figure I out. I look right out of the some, or someone's gonna get their ass kicked tonight, brother. Yeah, like he's a he loves this attitude era esque run that he gets, where he gets to finally cuss and. I'll just some guys don't. Right. Sounds weird when it Hogan cusses. Yeah. Really I'll just park here. But that's um, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a all right. So it's the video package. I so Hogan drove up literally right for his match. That's what's awesome. He it's like he went and got dressed, went to an Arby's, oh, yeah. came back, 
I'm ready to go. He went to a GNC. We get a video package for Hogan and Kidman. It's Hogan's career versus a a world title shot, Bash of the Beach. Oh, wait, Jesus. No, 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 no. I I skipped ahead. Uh, We're missing one where I I, I wrote this. I I didn't want to forget. I forget. God dang. I skipped ahead in in my script here. All right, so um, going back, going back. All right, so we saw Hogan come up, but up next is the Asylum match. Mm. Well, see, I come from a highly educated university, so when I come out and speak to these white trash, I got to dumb myself down. I got to dumb myself down. Dumb myself down. Did you guys know what the Asylum match was? No. I still don't know what the Asylum match is. <laughs> I I don't think any of I was do. terrified that that cage wasn't going to get in that in the ring properly. Oh, man. I, it took forever. That was really a w, high up. A WCW ring is small enough as it is. Yeah. Like, it's really small. Like, if they show that camera angle of the guy standing on the ring apron. Uh-huh. I, and, and so to fit this, which is even smaller... I, so talk about some context here. So this is Scott, Steiner's specialty? That's how they build it. The thing is, like Steiner, again, one of these guys who grew away from the the new blood because he. What's awesome about Steiner is like he's the one guy who's built to be like a real character. He's like, I'm just gonna do things the way I want to do them, mm-hmm. and it works because like for one thing, like there's such a ridiculousness in the way that he cuts promos that yeah. we clearly love. Yeah, but it's the fact that he's also just at this point he's still really physically imposing. And can do a lot of stuff still. Like, he's not doing a lot of Frankensteiners, but no. still, that's all right. He's I mean, my favorite your, history teacher. <laughs> yeah, you break your dance. back once, you tend to not do But um, he had gotten mixed up with uh, with Tank Abbott in between Abbott. You know, Abbott once again trying to get to go, calling out Goldberg and everything in these coming weeks. And that's when this, oh, it's especially this asylum. So now we're going to have, let's do, a, let's do a pay-per-view match for it. All right, so what do you guys think? So early on... We get a little addition to this. It's the fact that Bischoff and Russo say that Rick Steiner needs to be added. Why does Tank Abbott need help? Well, because this is Steiner's specialty match, so obviously the level of play. Steiner can hardly walk. I mean, like, well, I, I just don't, I don't get this. I, I like Shivani has an amazing call. Uh, we always hear about the only way to win is to make your opponent submit or to make your opponent say I quit. Shivani flips it. And says, the only way to lose is to give up. As if that's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to lose. We gotta hurry and end this shit. Damn. I love that. So I first I was like, oh, is this the Lions Den match? But I was no. like, no, yeah, they, I love that too. They, that match was cool. Yeah. It was alright. They got these guys the one thing I, I like about the structure release is it gives them a little bit more room. Because remember the Lions Den was arced in a way. Going I, I, up. I I don't I don't understand anything that happens in this match. If Rich Steiner's like, no, right, kick the shit out of him. Wait, you're going to get a chain? No, no. that's too much, no. man. And, and then, like, he kind of, like, 
tries to move Scott out of the way and kind of takes it in the hand and yeah. for some reason paralyzes. Three minutes and forty six seconds. That's how long it's got. It took longer for the cage long. to come down than the match was. Yeah, this is an awful, awful. And match. the bell rings before the cage comes down. What yeah. is and Scott Steiner puts him in the Steiner recliner, which he gives up almost immediately. Because yeah. remember, by this point, Abbott had already gotten destroyed by Goldberg. It had already mm-hmm. happened. So, like, any kind of heat with him had already been lost. So that's why, like, even going into this, it's like... I, what are we doing? Exactly. And There's how did he get paired it. with Rick? They had, well, they had had battles. Like, or Rick had been coming out with Tank Abbott or supporting him in these in these build-ups. So, mm-hmm. like, there had been... Like, it almost seemed like from the get-go they should have... It didn't need to be much of a surprise. I think everyone anticipated Rick was going to be out there anyways. Just they decided not to make it a run in and it just doesn't. I guess you can't because there's no way in hell Rick's climbing that thing. Oh, no. well, I don't take forever to get up. Well, again, there's yeah, there. I mean, Gravy cut his way in there. I mean, awesome. <laughs> he just tunnels his way into it. Comes up, tunnels, goes under, under the, the ring, ring, comes up through the Paul's ring. Vampiro. Hey, how the hell do you do that? <laughs> oh, it's simple, man. And you, well, you got to call Kane, and then you got to <laughs> call Undertaker. You know, <laughs> Shit, I don't know, man. Man, I was fucking tenured. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> I had to get down there. He's a talkie taker tonight, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a little talkie. Jesus, man. <laughs> he took his alpha brain. He is ready. Yeah, I've this... been down there for two hours with a six pack of PBR, man. Just wait. The thing that's even worse about this is like there's no fallout with Rick Steiner after this. Yeah. Like there's not even a like, hey, thanks it's, for. Because he's still out. He's still yeah. unconscious. Yeah. He's from so, getting hit in the hand. He's kind of a bummer. His life bar was empty and it was the super kick. He was on danger. <laughs> but uh, now. We cut now to we the back. Video well, we first we get a limo. We get another car pulling up. It's a limo, which oh. I love how they think this might be they, this the surprise. Yeah, instead it's Ric Flair and his family. One of which, Reed, Charlotte. Oh, I <laughs> thought that was Charlotte. Ashley. Ashley, yeah, Charlotte. That's her. I, yeah, I, I was wondering if that was. That's her. awesome. But yeah. anyway, we'll see that later because the Flares have been involved in this entire buildup. It's been way too much. Anyway. Um, now we get the video package, as you were saying, Hogan versus Kidman. We can finally get this thing to an end. Uh, career versus title shot at Bash at the Beach. <sighs> this is right. easily like top five favorite Mean Gene Hulk Hogan interaction. <laughs> really? uh, this is my favorite part of this show. I actually it's really it. good. It's good and not necessarily a good way, right? Because yeah. something happens. Something happened during this conversation that made them both corpse. Yeah, they were both laughing and trying to hold it back because Hogan Hogan ends it abruptly because he repeats himself. Goes, like I said, yeah, like I said, what does he say? Um, Good, the bad, the ugly. Just, just, just watch what I do to Kidman, yeah. and then he and then he exits stage left, and me and Gene just smiling because I, but blood is thicker than <laughs> new blood. One thing I know, me Gene, blood is thicker than new blood. Pause. Well, I'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, the one thing I, the thing I actually honestly did like is that they talked about their history together, mm-hmm. which is really cool. down a lot of roads. Well, yeah. that sets up like the it actually makes it feel like a legitimate Hogan's like I may not make it out of this again. He tries to act like he's Cactus Jack or Mick Foley with the personas, yeah. like trying to talk about Hollywood. He's not in this match, but he is in this match. I'm sorry, he wrestles the same way. It, it, yeah. Again, you're no Cody Rhodes, sir. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's not Mick Foley either. No. no, I just can't wait for the Royal Rumble with all three Hogans. God, that'd be hilarious. Hollywood. Hulk and then hardcore Hogan. And then Thunderlips. Oh! Surprise entrance, (laughs) Shep Ramsey. (laughs) You're a dead man, Ramsey. (laughs) Eric, nobody Ramsey. Comes out (laughs) of (laughs) his 
Because that is ripped. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just embarrassing. Um, so Horace Hogan is the special referee. Horace said, of course, hope. See, the, this is why I was saying, like, we should have seen Horace turn on Hogan at Slambury because he turns on him, like, within, like, a week An after Slambury. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, um, we get that's where tension develops with Tori, where Tori is now with Horace, and Kidman's the supreme asshole. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What? Bishop Gibson. Tori went with Horace? Kind of. We have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Horace Hogan? Yeah. Well, he's got the, you know, nothing. He has he's not Hogan got. <laughs> did you notice also Kidman gets like the Shawn Michaels in ring pyro? Yeah, he did. Golly. And just like yeah. WCW. Jared doesn't even get that no. when he comes out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so uh anyway. basically and, this match. All right. The way um the way you felt about their last match. Yeah. Which I somewhat agree with, somewhat disagree with. I absolutely agree with uh here. This is absolute shit. Mm-hmm. Hogan looks like he's trying to hurt him. Hogan kills him. Yeah. I mean, he dominates. You notice how he throws him into the barricade? Like, it looks like... It's not like where it's the... All right, market gonna, champion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks like, like, throughout... And then doesn't really either do a move completely or sell it completely. Anytime... Oh, the DDT on the chair. Yeah. Booze. Um, holy shit. shit. Boom! <laughs> he is made... No, Where's Johnny the Bull for this crap? He looks like he's trying to make him look like shit on purpose. Yeah, yeah. And it I think does. He pulled it off. And because yeah. you can, you also notice like when he was doing the poses, like he was being very snarky about his poses. Even. The, he was uh, like, "Do you really want it? Is that what you want? No, over here I'm doing it." Yeah. Instead, like there was there was definitely an element, and I'm I'm not sure if this is where we're starting to what we're gonna get to next month. Mm. Well, not well, I well, I don't know. What's coming let, let's not talk about it yet. <laughs> I don't know if the seeds of that are being like really like sprouted here because it just seems like he does not want to be there, doesn't want to do this anymore, uh-uh. and he has no desire to make Kidman look good in any way. I only have like four notes for this. Like this is just absolute. I, shit. He, the crowd interaction. You're all right, you're supposed to be Hollywood, which I get. You're still the face in this because your career is a jeopardy. But like he's like high fiving kids and shit. Like he really that was. I like but that. But it almost looks spiteful. It doesn't... Yeah, it, that's what I mean. It's like, it's it's just more like, I'm not taking you seriously at all. You're I'm in a match where my career is on the line. I am not going to take the time to high-five a kid and make it... Well, oh, he doesn't do it like Ric Flair does later on, you know, right. because Ric Flair's in a retirement match. Too. Which, yeah. eerily, is a similar match. It's like the same... The same they, thing. they did this... Because it's... Again, like, but the theme of the night is overbook because a lot of these matches are overbooked, and this one's no different, because part of the uh, element... We thought Horace was going to do fast counts... Horace is like the he's a great referee. He, 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 he is so, right. So, so he reminds me of like how like you would you would deceive your friends when you're playing No Mercy. Like oh, I'm gonna call right down the middle. Oh, yeah, and you I do. would do it. I would just get one. Hey, he's legit. And, and then all of a sudden, like, backbreaker. Or <laughs> keep why are you posing? <laughs> this ref's clearly just trying to get himself over. Why are you posing? Hey, awesome. Why are you doing yeah. the second rope uh, arms? <laughs> or, or why would you suggest us play this game without the spirit meters on? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> just want to be fair, buddy. Oh, look, fair. you're doing the whole get up Austin yeah. time. Oh, I see. Oh, oh yeah. that's you want me to get up Austin time? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No. We we're talking about the most naive. No- I've never played with somebody who talks this way. For God, I would love to. Have. <laughs> so it would have made the pop so much better. Oh, you son of a That's my livelihood. That's my livelihood we're talking about. God damn it. Oh, it's so good. But Man, that's what Horace reminds me of. Like, he is. I, I almost am like, 
why don't you become a rep? Because for God's sake, like you, you might be it, pretty good in this. It would be good, like you know how when Piper was showing up as the reluctant good guy no, rep, you get. I mean, Horace isn't much, but he still could be physically imposing. And you get a guy that's like they knocked out all the reps. Here comes Horace. You what know? do you say, Backlund? I, what do you say? I, I, I like Horace's interpretation of rules. Like you can guys can use chairs, but by God, you can't hold that choke for longer than four. Otherwise, I'm gonna right. call this yeah. thing. Well, I mean, you're not gonna kill him. <laughs> how did this match even end? Tori came. All right, out. so that's where. All right, so the other element of this is Tori comes out, she gets on the apron, and she gives Hogan the brass knucks. Kidman drop kicks Hogan into Tori. Tori falls off with the ankle. Ankle. But no one gives a fuck. I was like, here goes. Who's going to go out there to help her? No one. No, no, no one. No, no, no. She's no. even looking over there going, guys. Yeah. So, so Hogan, he doesn't win with a leg drop. No, so um, Kidman gets the knucks. He, he just wipes out Horace, because why not at this point? Because he's not doing the job anyway. Tori comes in. Does like a stiff low blow number one of the evening, it looks like. Um, then Hogan wipes out Kidman with the brass knucks, and then Hogan gets the win. Hogan just... needed help to beat Billy Kidman. Yeah. But it doesn't make him look strong at Not all. Not at all. It just, it's a wash. Yeah. yeah. It's just a wash. And Kid- it, it seriously just it resets Billy Kidman back to zero. Yep. 11.39 was the time on this match, and this felt long this as felt long. crap. Oh, yeah. Nothing kept happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whole Here lot right. of nothing. In the back, Bischoff is on the phone again. Uh, when a security guard nicely comes to check on him. How you doing? Hey, man. It's hilarious. I want to know what... Because... I want... What was your name in the power plant, sir? Because you're not going anywhere with this type of charisma. Well, it's like the other when they're around there in the GI. No, <laughs> the real cops, and they're like, "Don't worry, Mister Bischoff, we have everything outside." Like, like these guys have told people before they're going to protect him, but this guy's like, "Oh shit, there's cameras. There's tens of people watching." Tens of people <laughs> and the millions watching another product. <laughs> oh, Earl. a little ominous. We get the bash at the beach. Uh, yeah. Little teaser. Ooh, that son of a bitch oh, just wears this ugly hat. Oh. It's it's the uh, it's their Survivor Series. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh it's yeah. Not as not quite. If as you memorable. thought there was still well, we'll talk. Give the if the wheels are off the wagon thing later. But wow. it'll be a good episode when we get to it. Oh, I can't it'll wait. Be, I can't wait either. This and this episode and that one are so awesome for so terrible reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So video package. It's Flair versus Flair. Rick's career is on the line as well on this tonight. Oh. Call back Shane Douglas. Remember when he called him Dick Flair? Yes. <laughs> that's, well, and Scott Hudson. That's Rick that's Flair. Flair. <laughs> like you show some respect. <laughs> that's his livelihood. <laughs> Jeez. What's really funny though is like Richard, Dick, and Rick are all like they're that's all the same name. It's so weird, isn't it? it's, it's it's like yeah. Well, Tricky I'll, Dick Nixon oh. Flair. So um, we once again get um. Our new face, Pamela, is the backstage interviewing with. Um, I don't know. The, she instigates it herself. She's like, oh, David, she's a you're a bitch right here. Yeah. <laughs> she's a great American bitch. <laughs> like she really is. Like, like you're gonna need more. You? You're gonna need luck to beat him. <laughs> Fuck you, lady. <laughs> I've never watched. You ain't gonna talk to me that way. Shit. That's a David fucking player, man. Man, I found his ass in the gym. I bloodied him. I got color. Blood's on your hands, Rick. Blood's on your hands, Rick. Oh, that's the best video from WWF at that time. Blood's on your end. <laughs> I'm going to get a cheeseburger. Are you man. talking about when he waffled Arn Anderson? Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's just the cutaways of Rick just like Woo <laughs> 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 Alright. <laughs> All right. Just Rick Flair's hair back to white. It looks oh, amazing. Yes. It, it is like, an impressive mane. So cool. He's got yeah. the robe and in the last few months, because we've seen him fight in the golf clothes. It's I know. nice to see him in the Oh, road. you're right. I didn't even think of that. That's, yeah. That's I mean, true. he is Flair. I, we, I wish... Can you get the promo where he tells David, you're not wrestling your daddy. You're going to be wrestling Ric Flair. That's so, awesome. One thing that's really neat... Rick, yeah, I get the chills, too. Ric Flair, Ric Flair has a great... like. What's In all this mess of this six weeks, Ric Flair honestly has some of the best promos... And just some of the best little bits, and Arn Anderson does too. Arn Anderson cuts one of his like awesome, like you know, um, mid eighties. Yeah, like, well, it's this is like his. Uh, we've gone down a lot of roads together. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, you know, the one, one when Benoit won the title. Yeah, yeah. He, he cuts one of those, and it's beautifully emotional. We need to talk about the fact that Flair does win the WCW World Title. <laughs> Well, that's he actually gets time. two reigns in between Slambury and Bash. Say, they say that he's a 15-time champion. I'm like, when the hell does he win it one more time? So, all right, so go, let's go back because there's some clarification. Because remember last month we were like, oh, so Flair's going to face Jarrett for the title yeah. because he had earned right. won that battle royal where he got mm-hmm. the bloodied up. <laughs> oh, yeah, what happened there? All right, oh, so yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, mean, I hate this show. <laughs> I'd love to see Ric Flair kick the shit out of Jeff Jarrett. So, all right. Ric Flair ends up beating Jarrett legit straight up on uh, either Nitro or Thunder. Saturday night? Oh. And it's the pop is amazing. <laughs> no, this Ratings wise, it got like a 3.25, which for them is like a whole jump higher. Whole I mean, point it's Ric Flair f- wrestling for the world title, and God knows how the long. The pops, when you want, like if you get a chance to see it, the pops for just that bit are huge when Ric Flair wins that match. So what do they do immediately? They take the belt off. So, like, he had, like, <laughs> this is working. Sal Mandini, want to wrestle? That's what they do. So it's unclear whether this is shoot or if this was a work. Flair has one of his equilibrium problems and like legit like collapse. Oh, that thing he was talking about on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. Where he kind of collapses like during like one of his amazingly heated promos where it looks like he's gonna have a heart attack. And so is that they, one of those ones where his clothes are coming off. <laughs> Don't you love those those old ones? Like, real players, like more so. Like, remember how we oh, later seen in TNA, chat. like his, some of his TNA promos, where he is just that one on the ring apron. Where he's, I think he's talking to Abyss. Yeah, that one. I was like, he looks like he's, he's about to blow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they play up like he has like a heart attack and he has to vacate the title. It's not funny. It's not. So they have like oh, a fake funeral. Like they a fake funeral. funeral. Nash pops out of the coffin, which is awesome. <laughs> Boss man shows up with the blues. (laughs) So good, but um, so he vacates that title. Nash will win it, then give it back to Flair, and then Flair loses it again. This all happens within two weeks. It's amazing. How many title? What six weeks and five? Six weeks. weeks, Five title changes in six weeks. Is anyone watching? Three in one night. (laughs) (laughs) Technically. But um, anyway, so that's where Ric Flair has been over this. And of course, like, in the midst of all this is when, like, a lot of the Russo and David stuff. And then his wife and his Reed and the other family. Everyone's mixed into this. It's a whole family affair. Um, Because this is only, like, what, half his kids? What's, oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, and not making the Kirk joke. I mean, like, he's got, like, two families. He's got a lot of, he's got a lot of kids. Yeah. Um. I do like his promo with Gene here. You do? It's a, it's a tip. It's typical. It's typical. It's, mean, it's not, Gene. Woo, mean Gene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it should have been a lot heavier. 
like like a lot more context. Uh, it's I thought it it wasn't. I like Ric Flair's everything he does here except for this promo. Yeah, I, I felt like it should have been more important. Do you think that's what it was? Is he was sitting there watching Hogan and Gene, and he's like, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah. That's what I was gonna do. Could be, <laughs> even though he puts over Hogan. Yeah. He does. He puts him over in that promo. He talks about like how it was like just like Hogan, or mm-hmm. I don't know. He says something very positive about Hogan, which is very weird, which is weird. But um, honestly, God, like this match. Uh, oh, by the way, David Flair picks up his uh, streak again of wearing of a all Tokyo? shirts. What is that? No, that's, that's the, the UK, UK tour. tour. No. The one that Scott Hall got on the way back from. Yeah, that's the one they never acknowledged oh, when they yeah. did massive business with it. So he wears wow. that out there. You yeah. know the one that Harris boys. His music is awful too. That he gets the the David Flair generic junk that he comes out to. I didn't write it down. I'm sure it was. Awful. He comes out with Russo. Um, Flair comes out, and honestly, <laughs> David Flair's had some awful matches and exchanges on this podcast. Horrible. He looks he looks really good in this match. His dad of took care of him. His he dad, does. Yeah, like. It was it was believable. His chops are great. Like remember yeah. when he tried to do Vampiro and Vampiro was almost laughing at him. Like what are you doing? <laughs> when he when he chops his dad, it's for real, and it's even more for real when Rick turns around. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like it's really hurting him. Oh yeah, <laughs> when he rips the. Because I think you can tell Flair's like if you're gonna do like we got to make this thing look. Well, not even that. I love that Rick Flair in a in a wonderful turn of events made David take the Rick Flair top rope spot. Yeah. Like okay. and he, that was amazing they, to see Rick do that spot. Tra- like he has else. David do his spots, which is great. Like yeah. he does the whole back off and the thumb in the eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. a missed opportunity for somebody to make a comment like, "No flair should ever go to the top rope." Yeah, I mean, a great yeah. comp. Like, it, where it, is it, Matt? It Matt falls. loves a comp. Yeah, it, it's, it's a generational. Thing. <laughs> it's a gene. But um, <laughs> Rick definitely he makes David look strong through most of this. Um, again, when it's time, he lays into him. Uh, of course, Russo has to ruin it by waffling oh, yeah. with the bat. Oh. Uh, I am the Batmaster. Give, Rick, what a moment, though. It's it's probably my favorite moment of the show. I laughed out loud when Reed jumps the barricade. Oh, and it hadn't happened yet because doesn't uh, Russo handcuffs Flair? Yeah, so oh, Russo yeah. handcuffs so Flair. Yeah, we got to do that. And then David just you know can gets easily can lay into him. He gets a fi- I think he figure fours him mm-hmm. while he's in that, which is. Yeah, that's really tough because like you can't. Yeah. Like, that's hard to take. Yeah. But anyway, um, how do you roll over? I, I love. Um, and Russo. God damn! Wait. So all right. So let's talk, so let's talk about reading now. Reading makes it over the barricade. Russo like. Oh, it's hysterical. He I was stiff. He bad Santaism. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. And just <laughs> um, stiff low blow number two. Oh, and it's mm-hmm. good. The way Russo falls makes me think it was actually legit. Yep. Well, before this, like the were. Reed's got, or sorry, Reed, where David's got Rick laid out in one position, and Russo's not in the ring, but he's on the side, and he's like pull cue in that bat into Flair's wrist. It looks bad, and doesn't it, it doesn't look like he's pulling. I mean, these look, these aren't don't just look like this. It's like, mm. yeah, and you know, because you don't get the Rick like normally, like oh god, you just get ow. <laughs> and I'm gonna call her Charlotte. We know it's Ashley, yeah, but I, still, that's what I thought, man. But still, Charlotte handcuffs Russo. Turn the tables on. Yeah, Reed, <laughs> Reed gets the keys, gets him up to Little Nage. Little yeah. Nage. I love how Little Nage is like super aggressive in this. Well, it's just it's weird because when she's she, probably a flare too. When she <laughs> when she handcuffs Russo, he's just laying there. Flares everywhere. <laughs> he's just laying there taking it, and then the second she jumps off of him, 
he becomes like a sexist Tex Avery cartoon. He's all over the place. Yeah, like that's he a just lot. laid there and, and took it. Totally. Look, I understand it's it's kayfabe, possibly, but like the way that it's been documented that Russo feels about Flair, if you called my daughter a bitch like Ooh. that, not like not like anything like like you bitch, like that's a lot. I'd have been like, hey, it's a lot. Yeah. Watch it. Well, yeah. yeah. And um but once Rick gets freed, uh, let's see, it doesn't go too much longer after that, really. Uh, well, then we get, like, I, one of my th- the things I hate about WCW at this time, pretty much everyone does the suck it. Ric Flair does it. Oh, to see Ric Flair do that. It, what's funny, though, is the, the one on the ramp I want to talk oh, about. Oh, it's hilarious. It's so bad, because it looks terrible. like a grandpa. He's like, <laughs> I want that as a suck kid. It, like, suck my thighs. Yeah. Like, that's what it almost looks like. It's so Someone wide. Someone call James Vanderbilt. Get us that as a gift with the really bad, because... Reed's over there doing it. And he's like, "Wait, I probably shouldn't do this because that's the other company." And Rick's he just, like, "He alternates." Yeah, they, Reed decides to alternate his cross shops between. Was he doing a dude love? And then he's yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. He is. He's doing <laughs> the Charleston. He's doing with, the Charleston. But it's like really brought up. But there's that spot where Rick finally he goes after all this. So then you get the Rick Flair all over David Flair, and where he's got him for his punch positions. He goes, "Here you go, Reed. Here you go." But like I was like in a little bit, I was like almost tearing up because you know, all the shit. Yeah. But like he's like, here you go, buddy, and he's just right. beating the shit out of David. Yeah. But it's like I'm showing you how to do this, like yeah. in a way. And I really felt like you know, if Flair picks up the win through the figure four, which is great because it doesn't happen often that Flair gets mm-hmm. a win from the figure four. Oh yeah. Uh, so his career is intact. Like the the Flair's reign supreme. I, the bitch fan. Jeez, dude. When oh, Russo goes. gets on the microphone. Oh that yeah. Bitch shit. Yeah, oh yeah. Like how oh, he's yeah. dragging David, he grabs the microphone and he drags, and David Flair's like holding Hold it. Hold it right there, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce sounds like a great 80s movie villain. I know. He says tomorrow on Nitro, he is going to retire him. So stay tuned. That match went 10 16. Decent. I thought this was decent to watch because, again, um, with the, the, the constant theme of the new blood is how do you, how do you, old guy, work with new guy and help well, get him over? Yeah. I mean, I didn't like it at all, but I will say it was the first match that kind of told a story. Yeah. Like, there was I a really story. Did. Yeah. It's not, I mean, when I say good, I mean, like, we're grasping in, it. In terms of. Yeah. Well, like you said, we're going to find show. it. Uh, sure. We'll polish that turn up nice for you. Yeah. <laughs> but as Shivani says, it's it's time to light him up. Oh. I don't know. He says something like that. Because holy, holy shit. Jesus. Man, a video okay. package. Vampiro versus Sting. We're, we're back at it again, folks. This time it's a, a human torch match. Now, an here's, Inferno match. Okay. But, is, right, which is what I was led to believe in the video package, right? right? And I looked this up because I think initially they talked about first that it would be a, a ring surrounded by fire. And Am I wrong? No, Am I, I wrong? mean, in the video package, that's exactly what it it's looks It's a great like. image. Yeah. yeah. It looks like, it reminds me of how they would shoot that today, almost, like for like WrestleMania 31 or something like that. That's what it reminded me of. That's yeah. how good that looks. Yeah, but, that did look good. But I, I do like, what do you think of this being, now they change it to Human Torch Match, where like you, you blowtorch a guy on fire. <laughs> Essentially. That's, that's what it is. Carlin bit. <laughs> Whoever created the, the blowtorch was a guy who thought, I really just want to set that guy on fire. <laughs> That's the only purpose that it has. What do you guys think of that concept? Uh, flame on, let's fucking do it. No, I, I, I love. I, I actually love the Inferno match that WWF did. Uh, you like them? 
The one with Undertaker and Kane. Okay. Uh, from Not Un- the Bray Wyatt Kane one? No, 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 no. Undertaker, Kane, uh, Unforgiven. The one right after 14. Yeah. I love that match. Mm. It's just fun to watch. It's a lot of great images. Every time someone got slammed really hard, the fire would shoot I think up. the only image that sticks with me is Taker going over it. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> the match. That piece of shit Vader takes it. <laughs> the match is pure spectacle. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's everything that's great about WWF. And, I mean, granted, it was kind of a letdown to see Kane's arm catch on fire. Right. Ah. Which, I, so I apply that same logic here. I'm like, right, so who's going to be who's gonna be more clothed mm-hmm. coming out? Well, Sting's wearing a shirt. I know. I know. So that made you think of some as well. I don't so, like the way Sting acts, uh, like when he's on the microphone for this feud. He seems too happy. Like, like, I want him quiet. Do you notice his attitude was just like, this is crazy, man. You're <laughs> clueless. This Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, Steve Borden. Yeah, I mean, his whole attitude is exactly, it's very cavalier. I'm, I'm feeling a little like an outsider here. <laughs> you are. You are. <laughs> well, things like, Jesus, we were friends for six days, then we're feuding for six months. Fuck it. Oh. I'm in. Because what's weird, like, we had... I had made complaints about their match last time where it's just like it ended like it Shit. seemed well it's just like Sting beats them straight up it should be over with they even have they go on to have a House of Pain match in between these shows which is like on the Nitro? yes mm-hmm. and it's, it's a, just them in a normal match with that song on a loop Forever and ever. <laughs> it's a cage match with just a bunch of shit everywhere that you yeah. can use Sting wins it he handcuffs Vampiro to the cage and just beats the crap out he of him. He pretty much got over on him like all the time. Yeah, so that's why you almost well, felt like... the only option is to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> we eat the Batman? You, yeah, yeah. That was almost <laughs> a, we eat the Batman. You Tony, eat, it's a, you guys hear, Tony, he says this match will change sports entertainment forever. He says something yeah, like that. At the, at the end. Yeah. And only Madden is like, like they even call him out, you're orgasmic to see someone set on fire. Yeah. And he's like, well, so is this crap. Well, this is so, really weird. Vampiro comes out he looks lost. Like, like he looks like I am when I go to a new mall. <laughs> Where's the hot topic? Is there an in here? <laughs> oh my god! All right, the food court's my starting point. Right, yeah, you just branch out from there, you know. Oh, this but, isn't fair! They got the sandwich shop in the middle of the mall. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so he turns around and some jackoff just comes out and lights this torch. That's to like, keep the mosquitoes away. I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, what the hell's that thing? And then and then it starts. Well, it doesn't get yeah. raised yet because yeah. he goes to the ring. We hear Sting. Sting's like having to pull this contraption. I wish like, there was like the old school wheelie set. Yeah. And he summons it. And he's like trying to like catch it. I'm like, oh my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> he catches it and he's just, woo! You know, he's like, I'm like, Sting, this is like a dark, like, feud. Hey, and, yeah. You want to get just, crazy? Yeah, let's get crazy. You want to get nuts? <laughs> Come on! Let's get oh, nuts. I felt lethal weapon throughout this whole match. No <laughs> doubt about it. I like Sting's intro because the whole night they went back to. Just showing the the pay per views icon and logo on the Turner Tron or whatever sure. the fuck it's called. Sings, there's his big image. Love it's it. all dark right there. It's really good. But the, he he tells Vampiro he needs to come up there. Mm-hmm. Vampiro's like, oh fuck that man. And then Sings like, all right, I'll come down. Fuck it. I, <laughs> I'm going first. Let me get because I would have if they had started it up there. I thought that would have been pretty cool. Um, even though well, they might as well have nothing that they did outside of that matter. <laughs> okay, so yeah, great point. So when they get there, um, I really don't have much written down for that first bit, but I do love the, the fans are awesome for this. Yes, torches! I have never heard so many rednecks in Baltimore. Assholes! WCW has a knack for finding them. Well, that's close to Virginia. 
Well, <laughs> but I'm sorry, New York. I love because Baltimore. <laughs> we also have admit Vampiro comes up with a gas can, so he takes the gas can and I wonder if it was really gas like, uh, because you could smell. It. Oh yeah, like because they the, the, the company's like, oh, can you smell that? It's like, like instant. Like they're on the apron. <laughs> like at that point, and it's like, I wonder. You know? Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, because that's not something you can. Hide. Well, it also like once he gets what soaked in it, just... like because I kept wondering, like, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine that? Because well, fan could very easily. Oh yeah, torches at, dude. That that's that man's livelihood. <laughs> that's his life. That's his life. Yeah, <laughs> livelihood's money. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get to the bit here. So by the time they they get our this climb, I, I hate the oh first my God. climb. The it's climb so where bad. they're together is awful. It's yeah. it's it's so tedious. And Sting falls, and it, it ends up not mattering at all. It at just all. it just it just tacks on to the length. of It's the like scene. they forgot. Like, wait, this isn't a ladder match, so you don't like you don't have to get up quickly. Yeah. So, wait, why are we doing this now? It just it's like maybe the the weight couldn't support you know both of them. Like that's the only thing I can think of why they would mm-hmm. why they would try this. Um, oh, and I, I'm sorry. When they're up, when they're both up there, okay. So they get. There's it. no fucking way Tony Schiavone could call a front chancery. <laughs> He's like, oh, he's got him in a front chancery. Oh, right oh. when he says that, we can't see shit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, they what? have the monitors. Well, with they have that weird camera angle that we're going to see later. Like, was that like. Oh, the camera that's like, like ready for this fall? Yeah. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's the jet. Is Jeff Hardy running the camera up there? Oh. <laughs> and then that's everybody who wins a ladder match and no mercy has to do that? Yeah. Well, this is the thing is there's no there's, even Rikishi. There's like two camera oh, changes. It's awesome with Rikishi. <laughs> <laughs> the camera doesn't change, but like one time for this is like seriously, we're only going to get like one the camera com- angle of this. The commentators are so bad. They they don't know what to say. They because don't like have a clue. They, I don't want to see someone. On it fire. becomes theatrical. They do the lights, which isn't bad. That's I like. Cool. I like. I, liked it. It. I don't know why they did it. They added the thunder as I, well. well. Why? Like, like Which might have been Goldstein. Might have been Goldstein driving my... Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Go! (laughs) (laughs) Too many cooks. I know this. I know this. I know this. Christian! Oh, it's Christian. (laughs) I I still got fans? Hey, they didn't tarp off that much this time. Hey! (laughs) I was a TNA champion. Did you see it? (laughs) I'm Captain Charisma. Um, it's, It's a stunt, man. Mm-hmm. And it's only it's only obvious because of the like the James Cameron way of shooting stuntmen in the face, which I always hate. We're like, oh my god, that's not Arnold, <laughs> you know? And and you can totally see that it. was always the rag on this match. I found early on was that the fact that you can clearly tell it's a stunt. Only man. because they shot it in the face. Yeah, because yeah. like, that it like I was telling Will off air. You know, Sting's makeup is starting to wash off. This guy's whole head is white. They might as well have had him in like 1990s Sting makeup. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Mike Myers mask, and it actually just painted over. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> William Shatter flipped upside out. Um, oh my god! So yeah, so he he sets Sting on fire, and Sting decides that the only logical thing to do <laughs> is to uh, die. Do a cannonball flip. Do a cannonball straight to hell. And my god. They they literally bring in every fire extinguisher in the tri county area <laughs> to put this flame. <laughs> Did we get them yet? And they actually pick them up and put them on the stretcher, and they're still doing. Yeah, it. I like how they they're like, well, maybe they're trying to. It's because his body goes. Maybe they're doing it to cool him off. 
You know, if you are burnt, if your skin is burnt and you get hit with that, it really, really hurts. They actually flip him over at one point when they he's laying down. Turn him over! Yeah. It's on his ass. We've got to get so much smoke so people can't see that this is staying. It's like a big black eye. Oh my god. The one thing I like is the way Vampiro sells it on the tight, on top of the Turner Tron. He just... <laughs> I'm just gonna stand well, here. Not that, but oh, I hate. I know, I know. Uh, it's he. He did. It was very minimal. He didn't like. Oh yeah, I know. He didn't do that. He didn't sit up there and start calculating his hands. He just his... stood there with that blowtorch and was just sort of like. It took a long <laughs> time, but you see, it finally happened. You know that I'd, I'd finally get this opportunity to go over on you know the fucking old guy. But you know, did you see that front chancery? <laughs> but what comes next is what's simultaneously hilarious Funny, and terrible. Man. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, um. we get the Owen Owen voice from the commentators. <laughs> they sell this. I swear to God, like it's Saigon, nineteen seventy-five. The shot almost has to be in widescreen. Yeah, because yeah, they are so separated and just fucking depressed. Oh yeah, they they almost. I mean, it was like the it's like George McGovern's campaign room <laughs> in nineteen seventy-two. There's a reference. <laughs> you ever seen a movie called Bobby? <laughs> it's a, it's a deep cuts coming from you. Michelle LaBeouf. <laughs> man, Swagger, Anthony Hopkins should have gotten nominated, man. <laughs> Did you see that guy? Man, I fucked the Hannibal Lecter shit. Man, shit. Man, he fucking played Nixon. Man, he played a black dude without any makeup on. Can you believe that? Man, that's method. That's method. But Scott Hudson. Speaking of black <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, where they they turn? Horrible. <laughs> so, Scott Hudson gets in that super serious voice where they start using in a, like like I would oh, say yeah. wrestling commentary inappropriate terms. You saying you start going Jesus and stuff like you're the voice, supposed to be the om, omniscient person. Jesus, guys, we just saw Steve Borden kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has a wife, he has Steve, a yeah, family. Steve and, Borden has a father. Yeah. <laughs> He's got children. Scott. But Mark Madden. Mark Madden to the rescue. Thank God. But would, guys, would we be this upset if it that's was a Vampiro? On, I was like, that's whoa, really Mark. And, and Shivani's like, well, of course, fat ass. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, he gets really defensive about it. <laughs> Well, clearly, like, he's not wearing a shirt. Didn't you yeah. like, like, in the middle of the match, where it's like, maybe they should just stop this. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Uh, you know, we just need to go, man. <laughs> the bit's going too far. <laughs> this thing is so notorious. But, man, it comes it, it comes, uh, it comes, crashing down, because like, it's almost immediate. <laughs> Michael Buffer. <laughs> They're still talking in morning. They're still talking. Of the world. <laughs> <Botch> <laughs> Buffer. <laughs> we just saw a man die. <laughs> and here comes Michael Buffer to get his paycheck. He's the man who <laughs> Which is a great line coming up, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when he says the man with the stroke? No, 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 no. It's uh, you Set know the I'm world talking? on fire. Does he say something? Some like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Michael inappropriate comment buffer. Um Is it time? Before we get to, before okay. we um, <laughs> before we get there real quick. We get one more time bitch off in the locker room. He says there's no big surprise. Big surprise is The up. big surprise is he, he wants surprise. to talk to the bimbo because yep, he, he tries to talk to me. This is not a good time. Like, Shut up, whore. Like, she's going to come just give him a handy to calm him down. He goes, this is not a good time. What's, what's so funny is we've got, there's no video package for the world title? No. For the hot potato that this has been? No. Because there's there's not enough time That's to right. apparently do this. But um, It just reminds me of Batman 89 when she comes up behind Jack Nicholson. She's like... 
You look fine. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. <laughs> so cool. That's not. Hey, Taker, take you look fine. I didn't ask, Swagger. <laughs> Hell out of here. Why is it Swagger coming up massaging yeah. his shoulder? Taker, you look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shawn Michaels talking to Taker is like. And Taker, what happened to Swagger? He can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. It's just Jack Swagger. Man, man, I made art. Have you? (laughs) You set me up over. You set me up over a woman. A woman. God damn it. He goes to the art gallery listening to Limp Biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) He's just punching it. It's shadow boxing, listening to Limp Biscuit in the background, just. And you go into Taker's head, and it's like him. He's playing. Lincoln. I'm a man of a man's powers. <laughs> what is it that you want? My, my, God damn it! My face on the one dollar. <laughs> and then the parade of uh, a balloon to be all the WrestleMania opponents. There's <laughs> <laughs> a Bar- princess party man, horrifically covered by lip biscuit. Swagger, swagger, give me the gun. That's it. Swagger, gun. <laughs> I'm going to need new <laughs> Bradshaw, you're my new number one. <laughs> Man, you're my number one guy. Meanwhile, here's your lucky dick. Back in 2000. <laughs> my God. Oh, God. That's I weird. love that movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. All right. So. All right. So, no video package. As we said, Bosch Buffer is in the ring. We get, um... We get the entrances for Great American Nash. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved that to be the cover. <laughs> just him. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> All right, so before, uh, well... <laughs> Great American Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jackie's joke shop. Remember, it's not Jackie's. It's not funny. Oh, Taker, I just love purple. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack Palace and Undertaker. Maybe we can cut a deal. <laughs> Believe it. Hey, boy, we can ride it out here, boys. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, hey, hey, Vince, think about the future. <laughs> Mirror. Mirror. He's suddenly back to the ministry taker. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. God damn. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. That's what I always say. <laughs> Oh, that's it! I got it! Remember when he picks up Joker? And he goes, Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) Is that a (laughs) ghastly? Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice outfit. (laughs) Where's he getting one from toys? Man, where'd you get all them gimmicks? Man, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> but if anyone calls you Beast, Swagger, I'll, rip, I'll rip their lungs out. God, I'm for you. <laughs> okay. All right. So this match. Botch, botch. All right. So bef- as Jarrett Jarrett comes out, we get you know is it the master the master of the or the he's the man with, with the stroke and apparently according to Buffer. Jarrett has just 
ignited people into a wrestling frenzy across the world. Yes. The world. Oh, he, yeah, the he, world. He calls him... This is what's so sad. He calls him a three-time champion. I'm like, his reigns right? combined. Yeah, it is. A, two weeks. What, yeah, maybe two weeks total between all of those. That's what's so sad. But then we get our James, our poor James Brown knockoff music. The cat comes out. Wait, 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 wait. That's what he says. The worldwide thing. You know why he has a worldwide recognition? Because his total disregard for the rules. <laughs> That's what he said. His total disregard for the rules has given him worldwide recognition. Well, he's been hanging out with House. So. Which, I was sitting next to my roommate who's not a wrestling fan. He goes, I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett just gets the rule book. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Tosses it out the yep. window. <laughs> All right, so the cat comes out. And he says, oh, God, um, "I hate that music." Too. He said, I, "I love this." Was it? Please, may I have your attention, please, G. Oh yeah, well, he says it again. Which commentator Hudson. said it? Hudson. Hudson is, and it made me think of Austin Powers. Put one too many babies. And, and then what's funny is like I think Shivani picks up the next one where he says it again. He's like, "Ditto." <laughs> They are in, so because it's, it's, it's bat- Hudson that goes. This isn't even wrestling anymore, guys. You're saving what celebrities? Girl. I heard him say, "What celebrities is he talking about?" <laughs> I was like, I actually got perked up. I was like, "Celebrities." Like, is it Mark Donovan? <laughs> is he coming out? Finally, the king arrives on Nitro. So, <sighs> all right. So he says that we're gonna have some. It, it gets booked like over the edge. Ninety-eight. We're gonna have a special <laughs> yeah, timekeeper oh belt, dude. Oh my god, I couldn't keep up. All right, so. The people he's bringing out, he brings out first. Conan is going to be the bell ringer. Ray is going to be the timekeeper. Disco is the title keeper. The title the belt holder. Belt holder. Belt holder. Which I love it. Yeah. What is it? Uh, I think Madden crushes it. He says, "Man, he that's the that's closest, closest he'll ever get to that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. And then the, the, he must have not seen comes, the movie. Here comes the coup de gras uh-huh. of this. Hoovy has the ring. He answer? says, "Hoovy's a special, the special ring announcer." He's like, "Are we already paying Buffer?" Yeah. No, there's. We've already done the ring. Hoovy <laughs> just gets in there and goes. Of the world! <laughs> of the world! I've never heard him talk. Yeah. You're no, a man, I, man. I love the look on Nash's face, just like... God, right. rip that. It's cool. Lazy Nash <laughs> almost sucks. works here. The, to, right with this point. Oh, yeah. Lazy Nash works. Because this is this is crap. This match, what, this is the most I've seen Nash fire up mm-hmm. in a while. Uh, yeah. He re, like yeah. he takes it to him. His punches, I know you've talked about I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> They look pretty good. He Can't gets. Hit Fuck. I love when they go outside. The camera angle yeah. on it looks like the opening to looks like the opening to Raw, where you see the crowd of people rushing. Uh, I, I just love that because um, it happens twice. Conan is the worst. Uh, Enforce? No, oh, no, no, bell ringer. Bell he ring. can't ring the bell, and he can't hit somebody with the bell. Because like, he misses by a mile. And Ray is keeping no time. Right. He's, there's no time. And he's got a clicker. I don't <laughs> think he even has a watch. <laughs> I don't believe like, that man's ever been yeah. in medical school. <laughs> Ray looks barely old enough to tell time. And it doesn't help the fact that he looks like he's 12 just, in the overalls. I love seeing his face just plastered on the screen. And just like, oh my God, WWE. I would hate this. Jarrett works over the knee real well, mm-hmm. like which is about the, the one solid thing you can do. What like, is he? Nash has like 13, 13 surgeries. Three of the major. But he is the sex executioner. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's a member of Gore. Fuck you, So did you guys, so you guys no, notice in the match, like all of a sudden there's that sound and yeah. everyone's like, what the hell yeah. is that? Yeah. 
well, we find out pretty soon it's the monster truck, but it really everyone like stops. Every the match literally yeah. stops. And it's kind of cool because it's like the, the whole arena seems like it's it got quiet. Yeah, because there wasn't much heat. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, it really it 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 doesn't take long until we've got just a, a, an array, a myriad of run-ins here with the guys at ringside. We've got Disco, Ray, Conan, everybody running in. We get the Goldberg chant going. Disco smokes Mickey J. Cat takes over as referee because he said he was going to be the enforcer, which basically means they're going to be the ref. Well, he said ref, too, because he had the enforcer. He said the special that. enforcer ref. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> what a new position. Is that something no mercy I can do? <laughs> can I be an enforcer, man? I'm saying outside the ring and just watch. <laughs> oh, over in the corner. I'm going to go be Dusty Rhodes in Revenge where I just get my ass speared all the time. Oh, go over. Oh, get the baseball slide. What, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, first, though, what's awesome is Scott Steiner tries to come out and rescue him, oh, but immediately. No, he, he gets know. three quarters of the way to the ring. Rick Steiner's immediately aborted his. Uh, what the <laughs> fuck happened? He's so like, listen, I'm, I'm not going to let you get disfigured, but I'm going to kick you. They ass. have a Bella moment. And just like, oh, whatever. Just <laughs> so, the, so are you saying Steiners are the proto Bellas? <laughs> They're the male Bellas. Male Bellas. Male Bellas. Nash hits a big choke slam. You guys, oh, it, it looks good too. Look really good. He's never, I've never really well, seen him break I've it seen out. Scott Hall do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> His classic two count. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Make fun of the giant. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. So he gets the choke slam. Cat won't finish the count. Nash decides to power bomb him, which is great. The lazy power bomb. Oh yeah, I would not. Hoventude actually waffles Kevin Nash. Who wouldn't want to? If you're one of those guys, yeah, for years, midget. And uh, power bomb to Jarrett. Rick cuts off. Great power um, bomb too. Is it Little Nature who comes in trying? Oh yeah, he doesn't even get a one count. No, No, because they don't trust them. Sorry. (laughs) After Halloween Havoc, no. So um, we cut back. We see. Uh, little uh, sprinkles of Abbott and uh, Scott Siner brawling on the outside. Everybody's taking turns on Kevin Nash. Finally, Goldstein pulls into the arena. How Boom. the hell did he get that in there? Boom. Like, that's what the noise was. It was them crashing through the one exit. The Austin was just All the entrances are covered. <laughs> so Goldstein made it all. When he hits that light and he actually looks backwards like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I got places to be, goddammit. GPS says I'm two minutes late. <laughs> Goldberg. Um, um, Goldberg pops out of his monster truck with his music. He's got his music in tow. And he's wearing a. It says it's a, Goldberg. It's Goldberg. It's like a baseball jersey. Yeah. I thought it said New York on it. I got to go back and look. I was like, Whoa. wow, foreshadowing. Mm. So he gets in the ring. My God, both guys this are is getting what I up. Saw coming. Yeah, because go ahead. Jarrett was Jarrett was already up. Nash took a lot longer to get up. And so he just kind of looks at him. And I, I almost want to say, like, there were times, like, did you notice at one point where Nash, like, after he gets speared, so spoiler alert, Goldberg spears Nash and effectively turns heel. Goldberg sucks, chants are immediate. Yeah. Did you notice, garbage. though? Like, I don't know what he is saying to Nash, but Nash is looking at him like, eh. he waves his hand at him almost. No, I it's missed hilarious. That. But well, the, nevertheless, it's the second finger poke of doom. That's like we're talking about the broadcasting WCW. Why do you sit there and go, oh, here's the guy who's been my buddy? Yeah, get him. Get him, not me. Oh, no, it's me. So stupid. Yeah. Which takes me back to the one he did it to in that video package to Rick Steiner. Yeah. I love that because Goldberg's music is playing during that during that segment. But Rick Steiner still turns around and he's still surprised. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you expect? <laughs> but it doesn't happen here. No. Uh, I, I, I really hate that. I like how Disco keeps beating on Nash when Goldberg's music starts. Right. 
Finally, someone that goes, well, I don't have to stop what I'm doing. It's just, he's got to walk down here. Well, Goldberg looks at Nash like, I'm going to spear you. But Nash is still looking at him like, well, what? What are you doing? What's up? You <laughs> hey, Maeve. But I want to say it's like a, a continuation of the fact that Nash beat the streak. Like, that's mm-hmm. like that's what I'm hoping this is, but it's not, right? There's no way it is. We'll see. I haven't looked that oh, far ahead. Looked, okay. So as we can, as we close this out, we get Russo, Russo and Bishop. I like how they go to the ring, like unsure what this is. Bishop has a Bishop like, pulled this out of our ass. Look, yeah, he he looks really questionable about it. Like, oh my god, he was the best guy who could have taken us on. Because that's what I was thinking. I yeah. was like, Goldberg was perfect to feud with these guys. Mm-hmm. And now, but who's your guy that's going to take? Well, not only that, who on the other flip side, if. Goldberg is part of the New Blood. I mean, who is the New Blood going to support? Well, not, you're not going to support anyone else. Why did Goldberg right. even fight the New Blood for the last well, let's, two weeks? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, that's let so him get stupid. Beat up. It's like Austin and Invasion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's get to we'll we'll get to a talking point about it. We'll just kind of wrap up the show here. Jarrett has retained the belt. He is going on. The last image we see is Goldberg with both guys. Um, Jeff Jarrett will face Hulk Hogan at the at uh, Bash at the Beach. Yep. Well. I mean, it, it is what well, it is. Well, he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's technical. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, well, you know. It's the match of the night, I'll tell you that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Main event match, 1722 was the time on that. It was, I still didn't like it's, it. Again, the theme it's of the night too is many way overbooked. So overbooked. Well, it was the theme of this whole... So let's talk about this pay-per-view as a whole. Then let's get to some talking points about Goldberg and the how. What was really... What was supposed to happen at this show and what didn't happen to the show, clearly. But... Um, Overall, I think collectively we've already said it. Probably, do you think it's a worst, worst show yet? Yeah, yeah. The absolute, absolutely. it is a solid one out of five. There's, There's not n- even like the funny, entertaining match. No. There's no Norman Smiley, no, Norman no, Smiley. Taylor, no Terry Funk, this no Luger. Wasted. Yeah. Um, I absolutely hated this show. This no is worse than Starcade. Yeah, I, I agree. Far, I fell asleep on the couch around four a.m. and woke up at seven a.m. and had to continue for another hour. <laughs> it was so horrible. Son of a bitch! Is this still on? Let's talk about first what we saw. We saw Goldberg turn heel. Do you think this was the right time to turn him oh, heel? No. no. I mean, but we're going to see this a year, almost a year later. Exact same thing we're going to see a year later, almost. Executed a little better at the start. The same crappy kind same of thing. Same fallout. No, yeah. everything about this doesn't work at all. They, I mean, to be honest, they even botched just the return of him to begin with because we had seen for should weeks. Have been a big deal. It, what you should have done, because like they ended you up build up a, a heel world champion. Well, you yeah, right. So the whole the match that he's supposed to come back for has got to be him and Tank Abbott because Tank Abbott has done nothing. But, but he killed him in a tag match, right? Well, he kills him in a one on one. It is. It was a one. Here's the problem with that. It's like it's okay to have Goldberg show up, but why don't you do their match early in the card here? Goldberg kills him, gets it over with. And so that that everyone's cheering, they're happy. Goldberg's first match mm-hmm. back, he annihilates him a Great American Bash. It's great. Nash is getting killed by everybody. Goldberg's gonna come save him, right? He just killed Tank Abbott earlier. No. Oh fuck. He yeah. just he just speared Nash. This Why is would he another do another overplaying their hand? Like they it's like they they were so worried about getting cells for the pay-per-view or whatever. So that's like we're gonna we'll we'll throw Goldberg on TV to get some ratings first, and then hopefully get the buys on the back end. That's what just seemed to be poor right off the bat was don't have his return be there. Like, Stone Cold showed up at Unforgiven. He didn't show up for the, the show's really no, previous event. Right. That was the big... When Austin returns in 2003, they tease it. They tease it. Bischoff wants to find him. He can't find him. He doesn't mm-hmm. find him. The first time we see Steve Austin is at the pay-per-view. Yeah. It just is... It seems a lot more logical. That roof exploded. 
when Austin, you know, when his oh, music hit. Yeah, totally. You know, it was like, oh, we missed This him. crowd exploded too. It felt like 96 all over again because there was so much shit getting thrown in the yeah. ring. Mm-hmm. But it was like the NWO thing wound up working. This did not. That's and Goldberg's trying though. to, he's trying to egg it on. You see him like where people are throwing shit at him and I mean, he's like, ah. No, yeah, well, maybe you can tell that you, you can make an argument that he even thinks it's a bad idea. He is the ultimate WCW babyface. Whether, you know, whether, what, what we feel about him, you know, yeah, regardless, it's true. he is the guy to take them on. And you just flipped him. But now, uh, everyone feels like they're a heel. Here's the Devil's mm-hmm. Advocate for a second. Was he not, though, getting some pretty, like, fairly consistent Goldberg sucks chance oh, yeah. towards the end of 99 before he got hurt? People were getting tired of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember that. But granted, well, Against he, Sid? Yeah, and yep. Brett. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because they put him in a... I mean, you go up again, and that was in Canada too, wasn't it? No, that was Benoit was in Canada. I, I I blame it all on the fact that they ended his streak. Like I said, once his streak died, I I really think the character of Goldberg died. Uh, I wasn't interested in him anymore right. uh, after that. Mm-hmm. It was like he's beatable. But goddamn, did people chant for him? Well, for this I did. Entire cha- like, well, throughout this two thousands, like up because oh. since he's been gone, like we yeah. get a Goldberg chant. We got it. The didn't he come back early? early? Like, because it's been six months. It was supposed to be like eight or nine, right? For the recovery of, of, this, of well, this arm injury. Those, see, the thing, I, I always wonder when they give that timeline, is that for like an ordinary person versus a wrestler versus who has John like, Cena? You know, yeah. like who has like, they, they have substantial bodies. That's just the way they're made. Like, they can heal a little bit faster. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. But um, n- next thing. All right, so that's what we saw. Now, there was supposed to be a big surprise. Do you know what it was? I thought that was it. Go no, 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 no. All right, so here's. Here's what's funny. Uh, I'm pulling this right from the... I want to just read it verbatim from the death of WCW. In reality, though, WCW had a different announcement in mind. And when that fell through, they had to come up with a backup plan. It seemed likely the original plan was to announce a deal for a promotional group called SFX, which handled many you know, major concerts promoting them, to purchase the rights to promote all of WCW's live events. Bischoff did an interview on the May 31st Thunder, where he announced the landscape-changing event, and he did it in such a way as to indicate that it would not just be another wrestling angle. As it turned out, SFX had made an offer to outright, outright buy WCW for an estimated $500 million, half a billion dollars, but Ted Turner quickly shot it down. Why? And so That could have saved them. Who knows, That's, man? Why would they want to buy it? I don't know if it had something to do with the merger with the AOL Time Warner. I don't know if it was five hundred million. How much did Vince get it for? Twenty. Well, that's why in the book I left it out. It says, "Please keep that number in mind." I mean, Vince buys it for pennies compared yeah, to yeah. Chris Jericho actually said he could have afforded it. Yeah, yeah. Like, he said he's gone on record with that many times. Why would SFX want that? Why? Uh, well, what would they do with WCW? Let's also think like. Perhaps, like, from Bischoff's end, there was much more interest than maybe that was let on. That's sure, also... Sure, he's a talker. Sure. Because, remember, we, we get in a, about a year, or well, less than a year's time, when we're coming to the end of our run, that there were rumors about another group oh, coming yeah, in to get them. Oh, yeah, that one I know. Oh, that one yeah. was a heartbreak. That's a that's on a thunder, I think, that phone yeah. call. That's, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, to do that on television. Yeah. With wrestlers in the ring. So he, like, if that goes through, then the Goldberg he- uh, heel turn isn't needed. But since they had talked about oh, a big surprise, they anyway. need. <laughs> well, they. they I guess they felt like they needed a hot shot at because they had talked about a big surprise. They needed something big or whatever. 
to replace this SFX thing. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would have been that would have been. I, the thing is, like, yeah, it can go to a different place and you can give them more money, but the problem is you still got the same rotten overbooking matches that you've got here well maybe that's just fascinating i thought was interesting that that was supposed to be maybe the thing is though i mean like in the backstage real part of the fact that bischoff would have brokered the deal and would have given him enough ability to get rid of russo um Um, because bischoff has in retrospect talked poorly of uh, vince russo's wcw work you know i'm curious how much longer is is russo i'm I'm sorry uh bischoff Bischoff, not much longer he's he's about to it's, it's, he's about it's, to die. Bash, it's like after Bash of the Beast. Because he and Hogan are like oh, tight. Yeah. So I think probably once Hogan goes, he'd... Reality, you know, guys, Russo's out in October. Yeah. So we don't even have much longer of him left, to be honest. But. Now, I'll, I'll ask you this. We never really talked about this. D- did it seem like to you at the time that WCW was nearing the end? It felt like it here? Yes. Like it did? Cause I don't, it remember, feels thinking, this I don't way. remember thinking... like Because I wasn't watching, really, but I, I don't remember thinking... WCW is not going to be around in a year. I don't remember thinking that. I never thought. I, think, oh, I don't well, think it was fathomable uh, mm, that WCW I, I think, yeah. would close their doors. My answer comes from just after watching the show. It feels like oh, this doesn't have much. Oh, time. like watching this show like, yeah. and going yeah. in like, oh, it's like my God, they have nothing. Like they and I wasn't aware of the money they were losing. I all I knew was that the product sucked. Yeah, yeah, and that was it. Because that's what we were young. Like it was during well, a we time when you just didn't give a. Sh- I mean, you cared about what was on TV. Right, you didn't care about the, the backstage really, stuff. Really, the backstage stuff was interesting, but it wasn't your primary focus. Right, it was because this, but like you were talking about, whether or not, because, I mean, I had watched it forever, from NWA to all this, it was almost like that, the restaurant in your town that was there and will always be there, and it was... Yeah, Sunday maybe it's dinner. got a D for its, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, it for does. its rating. But that's but because some punk-ass northerner ate there and got sick, you know, like, kind of thing. It's not like a, hold on, you piece of shit! shit. Yeah. There's a fly in my soup. That is your soup. But um, I know who's cooking today. The, I think I, I I'd asked it earlier, so we can kind of summarize it now. I this is where I definitely felt the wheels came off. Oh the wagon. yeah, big time. Oh yeah. I mean, as much as like I was not hot on Slamboree. Slamboree well, is light years ahead of this. Yeah, this is really this sad is, to watch. This is bad. I mean, like I've I've stated again. Next next one is the point of no return. Yeah. This right here is still just like now. Great segue, because our next episode, we're going to do an interesting kind of thing here. Well, at least for us. I think other podcasts have done this at some point, no doubt about it. But um, with this early, like we're talking January through June of 2000, this run of WCW, and as we talked about, this is the point where we collectively notice that this is where it's get, starting to really get bad. Next month, obviously, is where it goes really off the rails. But was this the time period that if WCW had it right, could they have struck when WWF seemingly maybe not have been at their peak creatively? Could have been the time for them if they had gotten it right to really reverse things. We're going to take a look at that next episode. We'll kind of wrap up things here. Uh, please, you know, follow the podcast at New Blood Pod. In a cup. All right, so Bash of the Beach is the next pay per view we're going to be looking at. But after that is our New Blood Rising. Yeah, it's it's our finally our show. So what I've been asking for is send in thoughts, your memories. I've had, we've had a couple people write in stuff about the pay per view already because it's you know the the name of the show and everything, which is great. Continue to send that. You know you can send it to the Twitter account if you want. There's also the New Blood Rising um, Gmail account, just um, New Blood Rising Pod at gmail.com. Please send it there. Also in. Uh, in September 
of this year, so it's going to be timely for us. We're going to do a special episode, 20th anniversary of Nitro. Who cares if WWE or the WWE Network covers it? We'll do it. We'll talk yeah. about it because it's important. It'll be important to talk about the fact that we're the 20th, our, our memories of it too. 20th yeah. anniversary if Nitro. You, so if you've well, got any old pictures from your Nitro party, oh yeah, Nitro sure, party, yeah. send them. It'll be fun to talk about. I remember, I remember watching that. Uh, I picked Nitro over Raw that night. You know, the very first night. Well, because yeah. it was a tape, wasn't it? They they weren't they were on live. There. The first night they weren't because they the were the the first Nitro they were from live. the mall. Okay. <laughs> the Raw wasn't on because it was preempted by tennis. Preempted by tennis or the dog show. Maybe that's why I did it. I was at my grandma's house. I remember that. That's just something for you guys to keep in mind. I just you know want to keep the interaction going as much as possible. But once again, podcast is a part of the OSW Podcast Network. Go to piledriverwrestling.net to listen to some of the other shows as well. I'm at William Rankin eighty three on Twitter. I'm at the Jason Kiesler on the Twitter. I'm at CM underscore Stabs on and- Twitter. And we will catch you guys next week when we talk about, again, where this point in time, WWF versus WCW, was this really the overall the point of no return? Could they have turned it around? We're going to explore that. We'll catch you guys next time.